everybody to another podcast here, the Nerdwatch Podcast. I, of course, am G Money. It is, uh, oh we are fresh. Are we doing the basketball no, no, we're not, we're not. Uh, we are uh, just a few short days away from uh, our, our premiere of X-Men Apocalypse, which we'll be talking about tonight. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I can't wait for to hear what Alika has to say about it. It's going to be amazing. Jim Lee was there. <laughs> Jim Lee was there, the man responsible for uh, well. uh, some of the X-Men. Uh, that Lex Luthor in the blue yeah. shirt was there. That guy was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Lex Luthor. That's good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, listen, I am G Money. Uh, the guy that took Jim <laughs> I, I am joined by uh, someone that we like to call... Todd Bernardi, a.k.a. the Pasta King. Not only that, he is a talented oh, local comic book artist, and he's white. Um, uh, he's also the alleged love child of John Lovett. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Perfectly timed, sir. If they, if they grew up in the South. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Todd, it worked like Todd that. Bernardi yeah. is joining us uh, joining us here, and he is, uh, he is uh, from, I didn't know this until tonight. You are from uh, Oklahoma. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so uh, in honor of Preacher, which we'll be talking about later on as well, the premiere of Preacher, because we missed that last week. Um, which doesn't take place in Oklahoma. Which it doesn't, but he is, uh, he, it's, uh, it's north of Texas, right? Uh, if I got you graphically, it's north of Texas, right? Well, and so are a it's lot a, of other states. Oh, <laughs> okay. There's uh, other, like uh, Nebraska, that's <laughs> also north of Texas. <laughs> All right, yeah. he's going to be speaking in a southern uh, draw with us all nice, all night. So long. is Kansas. Kansas <laughs> is also north of Texas. <laughs> nice. Thank I you. Just, you got to understand though, his, his his southern draw is not quite actually a southern draw. It's more of a midwestern. Draw. <laughs> well, his, tomato. His you, First off, <laughs> you say tomatoes. I say tomatoes. Hey, his draw's fine, Hawaiian. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, how are you at? Jeez. Anyway, also joining us is uh, the one and only uh, uh, Gannon. Uh, he is a horror aficionado, the uh, punk rock superstar, and, and I'd love to know. We'll talk. I don't know if we have time for it today, but uh, I do want to know what he thinks about the uh, newest reboot of the Friday the Thirteenth series. I'm very interested to hear what he's got to say about that. Uh, we'll try and get to that today if we can. I don't even know why you're bringing it up because you know we're, we won't. Yeah, I know. What are you talking about right now? Let's just get into it. <laughs> also joining hey, us tonight as well, the gaming the gaming guru himself. Format is in the Howdy. house as well. Um, <laughs> uh, also joining us this evening is the one, the only owner proprietor of this uh, fine establishment. Fine establishment we sit in tonight. It is the one and only Alika. He's here. I'm slurring my words a little. But I'm sorry, Alika's in the house as well. Uh, also joining us this evening is uh, Big C. He's in the house as well. Uh, and uh, last but not least, uh, Manning Bye. Facebook Live, uh, the one and only uh, uh, Hennessy. He's here as well. Hennessy's here. He's been on. Uh, he's been on sabbatical yet again for two weeks. He twisted his back before, and then he ended up going to a graduation. Don't ask me how he twisted his back because I do not know. I didn't want to even ask. He was twerking. Uh, you don't want to know. I don't want to know. Exactly. It was, it was, huh? Bruce he was, he was, he was working. Yep. He was working. Wow, he was. He was polite. All right, working well, uh, the, uh, graduation. <laughs> that's right, he was. Well, uh, let's. Uh, oh, by the way, guess who else is here, ladies and gentlemen? Lunge Master Supreme. The uh, the Lunge Master Supreme, uh, and also PSA uh, agent. Um, <laughs> the one and only Silent Sean is in the house. Pizza Asian? Yeah. <laughs> pizza Asian. I said pizza. Yeah. That's the name of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
spelled what I said. But the pizza <laughs> Asian is yeah. very good. Pizza Asian. Uh-huh. Uh, the pizza master Asian. of lunges please, is here as well. Please. Silent Italian, Sean. Italian Asian. Italian Asian. Italian. That's right. Yeah, that's it. What did you say? I said TSA agent. Oh, you said it so fast. Yes, I did. Yes, that was kind of the point. Sorry. Sorry. Asian. Pizza Asian. <laughs> well, uh, before we get started, I want to send a big shout out to uh, 333 Dairy Road in Kahului. It is Maui Comics and Collectibles. Uh, and uh, you know what that means? Tomorrow is uh, is New Comic Book Wednesday. And the one and only Alika has um, new comic books. Those new comics are full price, Jim. Oh, that's right. That's what I said. New Comic Book Wednesday. Yeah, uh, it's a new comic book Wednesday here tomorrow. Here tomorrow or Wednesday, um, uh, and he's got a brand new set of uh, comic books that you should uh, check out. So, uh, what? what you got, Alika? What's on the list? Um, crazy. Uh, independence first. Uh, in the spirit of independent comics, I'm going to start with Marvel. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good. It's All nice. new Wolverine number nine. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number thirteen. Civil War 2, number one. That's a confusing operating <laughs> scheme. Stupid, But man. there are, wow, a lot of variants. Over ten variants. Craziness. Did you get them all? I got a lot of them. I'm sure. Are they like Pokemon? you got to get them all. You, yeah, you should get I'm them sure all. that variant covers are great for business. Right, Alika? Kind of. <laughs> we should do like we should do an industry pod. That's why we should have got the Enjoy Comics and the Choice I know, comics right? And yeah. We can all just rant about the crap that Mock it. puts us through. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, Speaking I'm of Diamond, so us sad these I missed that. Pro- products such as Deadpool number thirteen. Wow. Hey. Can I, can I ask you something, Alika? Before we uh, before we yeah, get uh, started here, what personal question? Yeah, it kind of is. You know the Deadpool that's all cut wrong on the comic that's selling for the a misprint? hefty price. Yeah, the misprint sure. is that uh, is that was that a thing? Is that a one time thing that happened, or was that like a whole was that a whole shipment? No, no, that was just one comic in the shipment. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Didn't know that. Interesting. Deadpool we'll number. That, like, do you know what that one is? That that one was Deadpool Massacre number one. Deadpool Massacre number one. Gotcha. All right. Anyway, moving on. So uh, more Marvel. Invincible Iron Man number ten. Ooh. Um, what makes him so invincible? He's got the suit of armor, man. Oh, gotcha. He's not invincible. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, he's <laughs> racist towards Italians. That's what, he's <laughs> That's what that whole goatee's about. Ooh. <laughs> uh, old man Logan number seven. Ooh. Okay, I was Is he still old? By the way, He's did anybody see, not not to change the subject, or not, on the same subject, a little tangent, did anybody see the pictures of uh, of Hugh oh Jackman sporting Hugh the old man Logan? Beard. He's got the old man Logan beard rolling. He's got an underbeard. Crazy. Anyway. Something. I just saw a picture of him with a beard that he would normally have when he plays Wolverine. More well, this importantly, was, uh, he was it, reading a book that said jeans on it. Weird. Oh! Like, could they hint any stronger at Mr. Sinister? Yeah. Next movie. Oh, those kind of jeans. Hmm. I thought you meant like denim. Oh. But he's not in the jeans. Jeans, like Gene Hackman. How dare you? Right. What did you say? Punisher number two. Punisher. Is it? Good, good. Also coming out. And uh, Spider Man 2099, number 11. Sweet. That's That's, I didn't didn't even know 2099 was still a thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're not there yet, that's why. Oh. Is Amazing Spider-Man like still amazing? Like, is that, <laughs> That's a good point. He is because Alex Ross does the art. Well, oh, really? Right. Uh, uh, well, cover, at this cover. point, Marvel needs to choose: is he amazing? Is he or is he spectacular? He's astonishing. Look, or is he astonishing? Have, they haven't had to choose for forty some odd years right. now. Why, why do they have to choose now? All right, well, I'm just saying. Still, the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Stan is okay with it. No, right. said. All right. As long he's as he's okay, okay with it. With, he's not okay with the mm-hmm. uh, the whole Deadpool. 
He, what, he, was, he was fine with. He was just yeah, messing he's not around. Okay with something you participated yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure okay being surrounded by scantily clad women was not uh, something he really wanted to do. Everybody yeah, knows that's what he stand. does in the off season when he's not doing the. He wasn't circuit. even acting. He just happened to be at that club when they shut the movie. Like, oh, it's <laughs> crazy. Out of the way. That's right. It's like I had no idea that you were working here, Stan. So All right, so uh, uh, Alika. So on to the DC comics. <laughs> Batman Rebirth number one. Yeah, Batman. Batman Rebirth number one. Is he? Uh, is he still Batman? He's teaming up with a new hero named Gotham, and oh, some wacky sidekick stuff oh, going on. I don't know. What, I gotta talk to. I gotta talk to Jim. This this, uh, this Batman number one comes with uh, placenta too. So it's wow. Um, it's a that's, that's no, a, no. That's wow. that's that's uh, it's it's. It's oh, a, Batman. What, it's what's rebirth. This one rebirth. 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 Oh, so what does this one come with? Uh, uh, just a, a new superhero named Gotham. 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 Uh, uh, okay, we've original? also got Green Arrow Rebirth and Green Lantern's Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Too many things to be reborn. on the plural there, by the way. Okay. Yeah, what else? What else? Uh, oh, is it the core? Superman so Rebirth number oh, one. Nice. Mm. Uh Superman, the coming of the Superman. <laughs> number five. I hear six. he's super Chinese and super that's, gay. That's everywhere. Is that a spoiler? No. No? So no. he's neither one. This you just heard that Adam. from the Adams. I heard we, that from Gannon. We were Gannon. joking earlier before oh. we started recording. And Gannon apparently you just told it. I did. I, I got offended because you said Greg's Superman all... was Chinese and gay. I was right. like, Chinese? Okay. <laughs> so that's... Look, we all know you hate the Chinese and the gays, <laughs> You don't need to wave it in our face. Yeah. Is that why I said at the very end of the table? Yeah, exactly. There Stop you go. waving Superman's gayness in your face. That's right. Next, next to us, right. Sean is also Chinese. All right. So uh, I was going to say, I wonder if I could talk to you about Wait, this whole Chinese. rebirth thing. Jeez. So uh, we've also got independent comics. Nice. Such no. As Godzilla number three of five. What? what? Three of five. Yeah. Godzilla. That's the first two. Yeah, the first two year. SOL. Oh. And we've got TMNT, Bebop, and Rocksteady destroy everything. Wow. Oh, that I'm sounds cool. That, yeah. That's crazy. And Walking Dead, 155. Eh. You know what's weird, Todd, is that you could take an existing property and draw it and make a comic about it and put your name on it and it'd yeah. still be independent. If you were on Todd's crazy. Facebook and oh. all the <laughs> ranting they did about licensed properties and independent creators. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, can you uh, talk? My you know, what, what happened? It got are heated. We ta- are we talking about this? Uh, just, just a little bit. Don't this get crazy. This could get him into trouble. I know. Let's get a little, conventions all the time. Like, just so crazy. you know. I know. I know. But There's it's, a big it's, controversy about the printmakers getting Listen, I, I owe it to Todd because I didn't interview him at Comic-Con. So I owe him I owe him at least. And, and this is going to be the interview? <laughs> I owe him at least 25 <laughs> he's been minutes. Saying he's going to interview me since October. <laughs> That's right. I did. Eh? So I at least owe him uh, 25 Five minutes. So this is the interview. No, no, the damn Kukui project three times a podcast. <laughs> no does. comic book no, gets no. that kind of exposure. That is true. <laughs> that's a good point. That's right. So uh, afterbirth. You, you can you? Uh, um, by yeah. the way, is Batman that is that all of the independence for the week? Batman afterbirth. Fantastic. All right. So uh, l- with uh, extra placenta. So question, uh, Todd. <laughs> Uh, can you can you inform? Uh, inform <laughs> <Extra. you're laughs> can you inform those that don't know what was happening online? Why oh, everything got so heated? What happened? Uh, there, there's been um, uh, for the past two or three weeks in a row. There's been people getting booted out of conventions because they're. T- Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for adjusting what? that for me. Yeah, you walked in the up position. I well, it has to. I have to get it excited first. <laughs> <laughs> it's an uh, exciting topic. It's uh, it's the mustache. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so, 
people have been getting booted from conventions because they've um, been taking existing artwork and uh, bringing it into Photoshop and applying effects and like reversing the image and applying effects to it, then printing it off and then selling it as, as their own. Ooh. And there's also been people that have um, just blatantly outright like redrawn somebody's like uh, uh, Simone Bianchi, who uh, is an Italian artist who works for Marvel. He there was a guy that just blatantly repainted like a Captain America, and then sold it as his own. And they were like, "Well, this is fan art," and I I drew it, and it's like, "Well, you never you didn't actually come up with the image." So he ended up <clears throat> that particular artist got um, uh, kicked out of the convention first, and then the last two weeks there was a guy uh, current conventions. You're yeah, talking. yeah. I mean, like, yeah, uh, real recently. Wow. And then while we were at um, Amazing Hawaii Comic Con, somebody got kicked out of Puerto Rico Comic Con mm-hmm. for copying Ryan Otley's artwork. Interesting. Wow. And Ryan Art- Ryan Otley was at Amazing Hawaii Comic Con and he was actually also like I mean he was taking to Twitter and shaming this artist. Wow. And uh they took down their um they had a uh they had an Etsy store with all their prints on it mm-hmm. and the, they had a website and they took down their website and their Etsy store. <clears throat> so um, so I posted on Facebook, like, what's the difference between these guys that take an original mm-hmm. um, piece of artwork mm-hmm. and 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 sort of uh, manipulate manipulate it, it mm-hmm. and then yeah, manipulate it, and then um, the guys that take existing characters like Batman or Superman and then do an original piece of artwork, right? But then you know. Um, they're getting, taking advantage because it's a licensed property that already has attention attached to it. Right. So they promote themselves. And when you go to these conventions, you don't actually know who is an actual comic book artist mm. that and works for DC. who has credentials and who's, yeah. who has just... So the, people are promoting themselves with these characters. And so people just come in and they say, oh, man, this is awesome. This is a, this is a great drawing of Batman. I'll, I'll take four prints. And the prints are like 10 bucks a piece. Wow. So, and I sell my independent book for five. Some people s- sell their independent books for ten, and they're a lot, they're a lot more work than just a print. And uh, especially considering that they usually feature original characters, right? So you have to come up with the story yourself, then you have to come up with the artwork yourself, and then you're selling it for less than the print. But the guys that are 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 slinging these prints um, are. <clears throat> To be um, fair, I know if if your print takes off, you're not selling five thousand of it. Yeah. I mean, you're putting a lot of work into it. it like comparing a comic to a print is kind of like a little far beyond. Just no, because that's you guys interesting. Are the same comic Good comic. point. That's an interesting yeah. point. I mean, some of these artists that all they're trying to market is their skill, and sometimes they need to put their artwork onto something familiar for people to be able to digest it and take them seriously. Like, if you go to do a portfolio and bring it to Marvel or DC, they're going to want to see you do some popular characters. They're not going to huh. be like, let me see your original crap. You know what I mean? Like, they... A lot of... Well, in... Some of these people are not creators, but they are artists. Well, you know so what the, I mean? But the flip side to that coin, and that's fine. I mean, there's... They should be able to market themselves without being attached to some larger conglomerate. Interesting. You know? All right. I, I mean, these, point. these characters are part of the public psyche. you got to remember, we're bombarded with them every... Single day copyright and IP is such a dicey issue when you're dealing with culture that's so pervasive that you can't even avoid it. Mm. So, but so the I take issue with this on just. Um, I understand you put a lot of work into your comic, but I'm just playing devil's advocate because that's true. Good there point. Are so, other... but, so I mean, and these artists, um, but it's in 
in my opinion, it's kind of it's uh, it's kind of lazy um, for a guy to take a character that is is so um, recognizable and then uh, draw it a, um, in a similar style to another comic book artist mm-hmm. and then make prints of it. <clears throat> or well, if they're doing it in a similar style and not not really showcasing their own style, like even if it's saying. even if it's a even if it's a clever portrayal, like some some guy mashes up sure. two different like Doctor Who and Star Star Trek, you know, like even if somebody's doing it's been that done before, it's a. Uh, I still think that um, I still think that they are predicating their artwork on people that suspect that oh this guy's actually worked on these franchises interesting and so i you, don't think that people mean to mislead anybody in that direction i have seen absolutely i, absolute, I people, think that they absolutely that do, do and i think that they spend not a lot every, of time and money doing it not every person who uses a licensed property for prints is meant to mislead and say i've actually worked on this this is my legitimacy through this property yeah. that's like a lot of people are just doing it because they're familiar characters that everybody's familiar with and are more likely to buy and appreciate their artwork. So that's not. But can, can I can I can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, for both of you, actually, and then we'll kind of wrap this thing up really quick. But my question is this: being someone who is proficient at Photoshop, does wouldn't that be considered a skill? Yeah. I mean, that's a skill, right? <laughs> no, it is. Well, see, now you're taking the most extreme position, right? No, uh, because it's. I mean, people actually charge like a hundred dollars an hour for that skill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's something Just that graphic it designers costs money doesn't put it on the same echelon as actually. But what I'm saying though is, is that why, why, why is I think it that? I think that's being a little. No, but, it's. I don't think it yeah, is, it and is. I, I don't think it is. I think that people. I think that people that can manipulate something in Photoshop to where it's almost unrecognizable. That's definitely a skill that takes time. It takes right. It, you, you have it to. Takes an awful you have to have. Yeah. You have it takes to. Skill, you have it's to. A different kind of skill. Like people when they're going to get original art by somebody who actually drew it and took the time. That's something that people who read and appreciate comics. I don't know. But I, I mean, if you look at it, I can say just because somebody like Todd who draws doesn't necessarily mean he knows how to do Photoshop and vice versa. Yeah, look, I understand graphic design is a skill set and it's an art in its own right. But so that so, and but the point, my point is that these guys are taking these characters that don't belong to them to promote themselves, and when really, like, they should be promoting their own work. Like, if they, not if everybody they, has an original character to promote. Sometimes their skill right? is what and they're that's, trying to promote. And that's what I'm... And what, are, what about people who have only the skill to try to promote? They don't... Are ha- they not allowed to sell anything because they can't come up with an original character? Not an artist album. Right, right, right. I but, mean, if they want to if they wanna take... an artist. If they want to take a portfolio to a portfolio review, I think that's one thing, but I think that... Interesting. I think that trying to sell... The, the bottom line is that it's, they're merchandising... Characters that don't belong to them. So, so, so there, when you take like a do caricatures and stuff like that, I mean, in, in a very similar form, you know what I mean. They they still will take the actual form of the of the character and then put somebody else's head or whatever on it. It's it's showing how you can do that artwork, but I'm, not necessarily the fact that you know you you have a a, a mind that has the imagination for artwork. If it's a singular original piece going. of artwork. Then, if it's a singular original piece of artwork that's not going to be replicated a thousand times, mm. then it's not merchandise. But when it's a print, it's basically like a poster that you get at Walmart. And 
you don't own the character to that. Right. If you get a, if you if you get officially licensed merchandise with Batman on it, it's going to say copyright and trademark right. DC Comics down in the bottom. Good point. And so somebody that takes Batman and then draws it, but then turns it into merchandise. It's like saying I'm going to sculpt Batman and I'm going to make my own Batman toy, and then I'm going to sell it, you know, for fifty dollars. But I'm not going to license the rights to do that from hmm. DC Comics. What's the difference? You know, what's the difference between a poster? And so, so there's that's that's my problem with it is that they're they're merchandising characters that don't belong. So to you them. have a problem did, with them making prints of the original art, but if they're selling the original art that they do, they but didn't at the show, but and that's and do and, commissions and things like that. But didn't, that, and that's and that's one thing, right? And but I still and I still I think some that people only have a marketable skill that's. Being but an I still think some that that's they're doing creators. a disservice to the industry by promoting somebody else's character like that. So, so if you're if you're somebody's character's yeah. got to get promoted at some point. These things exist. <laughs> But here's the thing, but though. That's it, but everybody's talking about how the industry is dying because people keep rebooting these superheroes. Yeah. And the point that I tried to make in that, that thread was that why are people promoting characters that don't belong to them to make a small profit? Because when they've they been could bombarded de- within their entire youth. It's, it's subconscious they, already. Like, but, but when these they, things exist in our psyche. But it's, they could it's just natural, like... I don't know how to draw. The first thing I'm going to do is pick up a pencil and try to draw a Ninja Turtle. Not because I'm That's stealing a good point. it. But because it's part of who I am and I grew up with that crap. You know, and, and it's not hey, it's not And that's stealing. fine I mean, as long lot, as... Uh, you make it really nefarious and you make it like the artists are trying to steal from people who are creating original characters. It's not true. They'd be more than happy to reproduce your character. I don't think I don't think Cod's trying to make it nefarious, though. Here's the other part of that. Not one of these artists ever turned any of their profits over to the people that actually... Own copyrights these characters. Yeah, not one of these artists have ever turned around and said, "No, look, I, I, I sold look, ten thousand prints of Leonardo like last year. Stuff, Here's your cut of it." I agree. Not There's a legal issue there. But if they're creating original pieces and just selling commissions or taking commissions from people, and somebody walks up and like, "Hey, can you draw me something?" and he's like, "Yeah, uh, I'll draw you anything you want," and the guy goes, "Uh, can you draw me Batman?" Of course, right. he's going to take the money and draw the guy Batman. Right. Now, There's but nothing isn't, wrong with that. But, th- Gannon, wasn't it you that told me, the, not this past Comic-Con, but the Comic-Con before that, you were saying something like George Perez like got in trouble for doing a commission, of that something that wasn't his character? No, no. Wasn't it? No, no, I, no. What, no, no, no. What, but, what you know, there are artists who have contracts where they can't. Yeah. As an aside, the only issue with the George Perez thing was that it wasn't communicated that he was doing sketches as well as signatures, and hence that's why his line was so long. That was actually oh, issue, okay. nothing to do with this Oh, argument. nothing to do with this argument. That's okay. all it was. I gotcha. Mean, he was drawing pictures of, of like, Superman with Thanos' gauntlet. Oh. No, but for example, okay. like James Savani gotcha. has to be very careful about how he does his commissions now because he's under contract with Disney. Right. He does a lot of their animation work and a lot of their um, their pre-production concept stuff. For uh, a lot of this is a slippery slope because in there's the article that Todd was referencing, but there was another one that referenced that article that took even one step further going into like the cosplay realm of things where there is actually a guy who dresses up as, Sp- as Spock and charges people to take pictures with him. Wow. Yeah. He's just a cosplayer. He just... Not a celebrity at all. Just he's a guy who dresses up like Spock and charges don't they, people to take. Don't they do that? On, uh, don't they do that in Times Square? They, like, but that's the point. Like it's very sleazy. Yeah, no, I agree. There's a sleazy. There's a sleazy thing to it. That, you know, I mean, Comic Con or, or conventions but then like that. the line? You're kind of almost calling cosplayers sleazy at that point. Well, I don't no, think none <laughs> of the cosplayers that we've met that we've interacted with, none of them charge people to take pictures. With them. Sure, they're, but they don't. They're friendly. I mean, they're open. Point, they're there to celebrate at the some character. Point they monetize their. 
love in some I, fashion. I will say this. I do yeah, think that your I think yeah. that I think Alika, in my opinion, I think that your characterization of Todd's argument of these people being nefarious, I don't think that was his point. I well, think he what, says they're damaging the industry. I mean, that's, I think that's what a he's. Pretty, I don't think I it's think, nefarious, though. I think it's. I think what they're. What he's. I think that if people would. I think yeah. That if, I think that if people would think about what they're doing and how they're promoting Marvel and DC characters, when Marvel and DC Sometimes characters can't don't, help it. but they don't need it. That what I, I'm saying is, every, nobody disagrees that they don't need it. But nobody's well, coming just, up to somebody and going, "Hey, can you do me a commission of?" So just make it up out of your head. No, they're going to tell them something that they know that's familiar um, to them if they're asking for a commission. There's a, co- there's a difference between a commission and, and – Yeah, I'm not I'm say- not talking about the prints. Yes, those, that's a legal thing, okay? Yeah. There's reasons why those people get shut down selling prints. That's reproducing something that doesn't belong to them and making money off of it. Yeah, yeah. But if they're taking an original art commission, there should be nothing wrong with them doing an original character or an existing character. It doesn't matter. Like you shouldn't be putting down another artist because because, because artist some too, because yeah. that's what the public wants. Okay, so there, is there okay? So if that's the case, if you're if if what you're saying is true, then so does it matter if it's hand drawn and printed or photoshopped and printed? Does it matter? Well, no. At that point, I, the thing is, I'm kind of a purist. Once you get digital manipulation into something, and it's not something you actually came from you originally, right? Then there's a disconnect to me, and whatever arguments you have beyond that are kind of like. Just abstract. You know what I mean? Interesting. Interesting. But if something organically comes from you and you create it, whether it's ba- – like you look at nature, you look at a tree. A tree is not copywritten. But you look into the public sphere and you see all these licensed characters all over the place and somehow you're supposed to delineate between the two. I see my reality is seamless. You know what I mean? Everything I see is in my psyche. And, and Inter- copyright okay. law is asking okay. me to draw a dividing line between everything that's been created by somebody who's trying to make money off of it. And stuff that's been created by nobody cares about making money off of it. And I have to act a certain way to this stuff, but not to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything that exists, exists. And to pretend otherwise is acid. Uh, you know what, though? But the, the point that I was trying to make was that it's <clears throat> it's fine to do an original drawing for somebody. and then, it, But if they try to reproduce it a thousand times yeah, and make a ton I, of money, I agree. that's merchandise. I agree with you. And, Right, huh? Dude, that, you have a valid point there. I already said that. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing, and that you guys now, you guys, I think both have very valid points, and I'll, I'll end with this. There is, there was a, there was a court case that was very famous about this whole copyright issue uh, concerning podcasting. Someone in West Texas, or not in West Texas, um, oh, hey, someone in Texas, the term podcasting no, not no, they copy, they they said that they came up with the idea of how how pods podcasts are serialized or numbered. Uh, Adam Carolla and his and his his, uh, his group over there took those guys on because they ended up suing him because they believed that podcasting was something that they had come up with. So it was a very in, it's a very interesting it's a very interesting line between what man Texas think Texans think they own the whole world. <laughs> well, listen, you guys bring up some very good points. I do know that. Uh, Todd, I know Todd Bernardi is not just a good artist, but a great artist, and uh, oh, gee. he doesn't uh, he doesn't Thanks. need uh, Marvel or DC, and uh, he he just creates his own stuff. I just I mean the and the, the the point that I was trying to make was that if if you took if if these artists that did the prints yes print jockeys uh, were to is that a derogatory term? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> that was that was that was the word that was uh, that was used in the original post that I shared. Um, that <laughs> that if they would if they Therefore and I and I know <laughs> right. some of them that 
have their own book, and I think that if they had the, if they were brave enough to promote their work instead of promoting promote their original work instead of promoting work that they have drawn based on existing characters that everybody's familiar with, uh, I think that uh, independent comics would be much larger. I think that. Uh, the comic industry in general would be a lot more diverse, and I think we would see a lot more. Um, uh, we would see a lot less of the superheroes. I think that interesting. I think that I think that more people and more comic book fans are ready for a diverse story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I just don't think that taking diversity into the sphere of like Iron Man or Miss Marvel or something and making Thor female is really going to help comics in the long run. I think that you need to try to um, get different stories out there, romance stories, different genres, that kind of thing. Agreed. And I see that that with a lot of independent creators, but they're too preoccupied selling prints of Poison Ivy to... Interesting. To promote their own work, but there has to be. But but to be to be fair to Alika's <laughs> point, uh, there is something that is comforting about the familiar, and I think that maybe that's why people cling to these characters because they're so iconic and they're so familiar, and people don't. But not it's that hard. these independent titles and stuff. They like nowadays they mm-hmm. do become familiar. Yeah. I, True. I'm, Good point. Like, now is a lot better for independent mm-hmm. creators and artists than it ever has. Before. Absolutely it agreed. Better. Yeah, All right. and especially with the. Uh, the conduits are so democratic now with the internet and sure. all that stuff. And now last bastion of free market is the, is the internet. The way they do programming now, and Netflix is almost just purely internet based, anyways. Sure, and that's one of the biggest programmers in the world. Sure. So I'm. It's all becoming more and more organic, you know. For sure. Well, listen. And thanks, Todd. <laughs> I appreciate you bringing up your. Uh, the big I, guys exist, and there's room yeah. for everybody. I think the there is room for everybody. You don't have I just to... think that the little guys would be have much more of the market if they were stop promoting characters that they don't own or promoting their work through characters that they don't own. Interesting. Of original. I, so don't you're... Th- I don't think that anybody buying comics would be a household activity were it not for the work of the larger companies cre- creating an American standard. In and, comic and if books. and if we're I fair, know, I don't think that you. No, you can't. You can't. Credit. You didn't build that, Todd. <laughs> the industry built this infrastructure and the want and need I'm for comic not, books. And I'm not, I'm not trying to take for credit demand. for it because no, I'm not drawing that. But now you're saying if they weren't around, there'd be more room for you. But but if you know? that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. Oh, okay. I'm saying that the the industry would be a much di- more diverse marketplace if creators, independent creators, would stop promoting their work through uh, but characters that they don't But not every independent creator does it. If most independent creators I know, if they have their own independent, sure, title, sure. They're promoting that. As we saw, evidently, with all of the Hawaii Comic Book Alliance, I don't know who you're talking about who has their own book, who's doing prints of other stuff. That's nobody at that right. row. I, I there know. are guys who are just artists who do prints and, and stuff of licensed characters and stuff, mm-hmm. but they don't have their own independent titles. Interesting. So it's either one or the other. I'm not seeing these guys who have their own title and are bashful and shy and like, please, sir, don't judge my crap. I'll draw you an Iron Man. That's, that doesn't happen. It's If they have their own independent title, they're guys putting themselves out there. Yeah. Don't put you know, those guys down. Yeah. I, I'm not – agree, but uh, I, I can think of a couple of instances where there are guys that have the biggest banners of prints out there. <clears throat> and they have their own small independent title too. Hmm. And, but their small independent title isn't what they're promoting. 
Well, let's just promoting the press. right. Well, let's just remember this: at one time, <laughs> Superman was an independent. So, just picked up by a little known publication. Well, all company. I'm saying is, is that Superman was at one time not associated with mainstream comic book national periodicals. Yeah, not, right. He was just a character. That tiny little. So, and, and he I'm was he was an original. Of, and I'm just I'm just I just I'm just saying that's what I would like to see. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. And I'm not trying to put down anybody that does prints. I'm just saying that, like, if you guys would, you know, think about it, mm-hmm. really, you could be promoting your work through your original characters, right? Just if and be them. just as successful. And I think that that's true. But you know, it's fine. You know, uh, if if they don't have them, I've, I know artists that can draw really well that can't write anything. So you know, maybe they should. And and a convention is a really good place to meet a writer. Interesting. So, it I think that doing commissions and being at conventions is a good place. Well, and see, that's something I I want to do is try to bring writers and artists together Mm. who haven't met each other, but the store's kind of (laughs) small. Well, uh, this has been quite an interesting conversation. I've Uh, done it in at least a couple of instances. I have to tell you, you and I think think that you're making like you were kind of (laughs) painting me as like a bad guy that thinks that these guys are wrong. And I'm well, not look, trying to. I've, I'm not trying I've, to demonize anybody. I can't stop these guys, can I? <laughs> the, the language you're using sounded pretty damning, and so that just turns on my devil's advocate switch, and I just like arguing I with just, people. Anyway, I just. I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. I just want to promote. Pe- I just want people to. I you want to promote world peace. I just want. Pe- I just want art. And I want really talented individuals to have faith in their skill and not rely on recognizable characters. And what is the to one thing? Their artwork. Absolutely. And what is the one thing you want to do here, Todd? I would like to uh, talk about Kakui Project. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but but more importantly, oh, and do a good job. Thank, thank you very much. All right, all right. That's a good conversation for Kaku. Kaku got some meaty stuff this week. Goodness yeah. gracious! All right. Well, listen. Yeah. Uh, like them that's the name of the pod now. <laughs> <laughs> Kaku got some meaty stuff. Meaty stuff this week. Well, listen. Uh, now that we've got uh, now that we've got five minutes left, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We got lots of time. Uh, let's. Uh, we all did the premiere of Apocalypse X Men Apocalypse, and uh, not only did we have a great time, we also Apocalypse. gave away. Or we should say that uh, Alika of Maui Comics and Collectibles. That's gave the name away. of the sequel. <laughs> That's the name of the sequel. The uh, next X Men was going to be X Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> and dude, he finds Tupac's corpse and transfers into it. Turns out, yes! turns out Tupac was a mutant. Nice. Uh, dude, I would go. if they did Tupacalypse for the next X Men movie. I would. <laughs> I would totally forgive X Men. It'll be like the number two. Then, yeah, yeah. No, it has to be spelled Tupac Shakur. Oh no, man, Tupac Shakur. No, it should be. It should be Tupacalypse. That'd be great. There we go. Um, That's the name of the pod. X Men Tupac. X Men Apocalypse. Sorry, uh, the, the Nerd Watch was there. Uh, not only was a Nerd Watch there, but a Nerd Watch brought a friend, Jim Lee. Uh, Jim Lee was there. At the hey, he's talking some important stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about some important stuff here. Jim Lee was at the premiere, watched it with you, with us uh, at the uh, Maui uh, at the uh, Maui Mall Megaplex. We watched X Men Apocalypse with him. He said that he enjoyed the movie. Yeah, which is really cool. But I don't think you can say that on the record. Oh, okay. Well, you might have just got him in trouble. Off the record. 
He said that he liked it, but he didn't like it as much as Batman v Superman. There you go. There you go. Uh, He's like, it was as good as Batman v Superman. Well, let's get down to the meat. That thing was... Yeah, let's give more meat to a cop. Let's just swing meat tonight. That place was practically sold out on Thursday night. Swinging meat. And the Nerd Watch, the Nerd Watch was there. So why don't we go around... Why don't we go around the room and we'll start with uh, we'll start with that end of the did room. Did we all see it this time? Yes, we all, we did. all did. We were all there. Uh, I think, except for the exception of Silent Sean, Sean uh, Silent Sean was not there. Um, but um, uh, but uh, Hennessy was there. So Hennessy, I know you're filming, so you can't say too much. Uh, what did you think of the movie? I enjoyed it a lot. There really, were a few things that I you know I thought Apocalypse could have been more mm-hmm. more intense than he was, mm-hmm. more of a bat than he was. You gotcha. He didn't come Censored across yourself. Good job. as you know as A-S-S. as intense as I thought he should have been. Sure, considering his you know his stature in the comics and mm-hmm. how you know intense he usually is, right. and as powerful as he is. But you enjoyed it. I did. I just thought he was kind of a little bit weaker than I expected him to be. Right. Gotcha. All right. So uh, Big C, what about you? Uh, I didn't. I honestly didn't feel that he had the the proper introduction. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like you know you saw a couple of outtakes from other you mm-hmm. know, X-Men movies or sure. Marvel movies. And then other than that, you just didn't really get a whole lot of what the build was, who he was, you know, Interesting. how he created. And I mean, even now to give a backstory to mm-hmm. a character like that, it's like, it's a waste of time. You know so by I mean? the end though, what did you think? Was there, was I, it redeemable? I the film, you know, wholly. I, I wish that I saw a little bit more of the Weapon X moment. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was important to me. Mm-hmm. By the way, spoilers. Um, <laughs> so, because if there's anything an extra movie needs, it's more Wolverine. I'm God not, forbid I'm, they ever do one without him. I'm True. not saying. I think that they need more Mystique. Mm-hmm. Right. Honestly, if if, if I'm we're just talking glad about, they put Mystique in clothes this time. Thank God. If we're talking about like with her dirty level, pillow showing. I, I'm honestly, really <laughs> wondering where where the real true you know role that Rogue plays and mm-hmm. Gambit and all that other stuff. <laughs> Stuff that that relives in my mind in the nineties, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But but hey, that's the next decade yeah. they're going to be they're going for anyway. Is going to well, be the nineties. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Well, hopefully. well uh, oh, by the way, uh, the, the name of the pot is now Mystique's Dirty Pillows. Blue dirty, oh, dirty yeah. blue pillows. <laughs> um, that's why they're blue. Uh, format. Yo. <laughs> I'm going to skip Alika for now. We have to because he's. Why would you do okay, that? Well, you know why I'm skipping Alika? Because he's going to go on a bit of a tirade. So I'm going to try and get everybody all in first. Really I'm everybody. not going to do what everybody thinks I'm going to do. <laughs> 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 Who's coming with me? So format. What about you, sir? What do you think of X Men Apocalypse? Uh, it was entertaining, but it was. It could have been more. Fell flat. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I was, uh, I was a little uh, disappointed. I guess. Hmm. Uh, it's it's nowhere near where it could have been, but it was entertaining. Can I ask there you go. something? What was more disappointing, the movie or not meeting Jim Lee? Uh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The movie was disappointing because I didn't get to meet him. Uh, yeah, they kind of fed into each other. Fed into each other. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, Gannon, what about oh, you, sir? What do you think? I had an entirely different experience than everybody bucks. else here. Really? Go ahead. Entirely please. different. I, I liked Apocalypse way better than I liked Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought Apocalypse actually was a very decent you were wrong, film, sir. and I thought he had a decent <laughs> enough setup. Everything you're saying is wrong. The it's entire first wrong. 15 minutes is all about Apocalypse, yeah. for instance. We'll go ahead and delete there was, this part. There was really strong character moments for Magneto. Um, 
He was actually the only character that had an actual strong arc to him. Agreed. I agree with you on that one. James McAvoy is completely lost. <laughs> Mystique's character is His just hair. dominating the <laughs> whole What? Um, yeah. The whole Weapon X thing, as much as it's a fan moment, I, I really... that whole I think that whole Weapon X sequence was just thrown in so you could put Hugh Jackman in this movie. Uh, I because nothing, nothing that happens in that scene is necessary for the rest of the movie. Can I, can I, tell you, can, can I give you my impression yeah, of why they put that in there, just really quick? I just said it. No, 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 no. I think it's because now, officially, um, Hugh Jackman's char- characterization of Wolverine, he's officially the old man in the room now. You understand what I mean? Oh. No, I he don't. He wasn't before. He wasn't before. Remember, he was kind of the same age as everybody else. But he's being depicted in this movie as the younger version, even though Hugh Jackman's 50. But that's only because Days of Future Past was what changed the way we see I the... I am completely timeline. failing to see this point. Really? I think I everybody gets confused I think it's going to go... The funny thing is, I think this is this is the introduction to Old Man Logan and how it happened. No. I think so. Not at all. Anyway. Anyway. Um, fine. He goes from Weapon X to Old Man You're Logan. You're full of crap. The whatever. movie was a half an hour too long. That's oh, another yeah. thing. I agree. There, the, the whole middle section of the movie could have been truncated a lot. There's mm-hmm. a lot that could have been taken out of the movie, and the movie would have trunched along a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been an hour. There's longer. a lot of great. There's a lot of. I thought Psylocke was a complete waste. Yeah. I, yeah. I always want to see the character of Psylocke window. done well in the movie. Was it because the way she was written, or was it because of the actress? I think it's, it's what ha- she had a boob window. It's what happens when you get Olivia Munn, who's not a proven actress but looks great, and you put her in a movie. She looked good She's in the uniform. She's not a good uniform. actress. She looked good in the uniform. She looked fine, I guess. All right, all right. But, I think that, but the, he just wants her a little Hang on, thicker. Todd. We're going to get to you. But um, <laughs> the Quicksilver <laughs> moment was, was actually <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was. See, nobody's yeah. listening to me. I'm listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> we agreed with you. Yeah. We agreed no, with I'm you. talking about him. one. That's the one thing that we agreed with you. It's true. It's true. Go ahead. Everything else was wrong. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I ended up liking it better than Days of Future Past. Okay. The villain definitely made an impact better than Trask did in Days of Future Past. Like, did anybody even remember Peter Dinklage was in the movie? No. Because he didn't really carry much purpose to the whole movie, mm. really. Like, if you really well, down to other it. than the fact that he was in the... He's, uh, he's face down at the end of the movie, but I didn't mm. really get any sense he was the bad guy. He's the in the end credits of the Wolverine movie, remember? The whole yeah. television... Yeah, well, anyway. Right. Um, Todd, now, sir, you. What did you think of X-Men Apocalypse? I just love Olivia Munn so much. <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> what did you think? It was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was everything I ever wanted in a superhero movie. <laughs> I hate you, Todd. I wasn't sure before, but now I know. Really, I'm gonna bring the Tupacalypse. Tupacalypse, rise of the meat curtains. What is wrong with you? Anyway, what did you think of the movie? Uh, we're going to get taken off air. <laughs> uh, there, was, there was nothing obscene about what I said. Uh, oh, no, that's the name of the podcast, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> anyway, moving on. There was I, nothing obscene. I, thought, I mean, I liked it, but for me, like, it's the same. I liked Force Awakens, and I liked Batman v Superman, but I still gave them like, two stars, because... They're not fantastic pieces of film. They're not great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun popcorn movie. Um, Mike is sagging. Why, why? What is wrong with this? <laughs> Mike Stan. That, your mic needs Viagra. Is it because I'm just not really... <laughs> just hold it at the base. Will you stop okay, and just hold it at the base? Right. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 just cradle it. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Your mic needs Viagra. <laughs> That's good. Don't Maybe smell just it. Blow on don't it. smell it. Don't blow smell it. Blow it a little bit when you talk to it. Don't neglect the undercarriage. That's right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, my uh, so, Lord. Give it some harmonica style. Uh, <laughs> anyway, get back to your point. Apocalypse. Oh man. Microphone. How much teeth do you want? <laughs> Stop it. Uh, None of this is going to air. Yeah, two apocalypse. Too fast, too furious. Oh my god! All right. So overall, though, you're, oh, I mean, I, I you're actually, very critical. Really liked, you're I critical would, of Marvel movies, so yeah. might as well uh, get into it. Well, um, I, I thought that uh, Nightcrawler and uh, Archangel were underutilized too. Agreed. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. I mean, the movie. yeah. See, I mean, uh, I think that it was weird that they killed off Archangel at the end of the. I was kind of annoyed with both of them. In the yeah, I, you know, I. I think that they might have been a little miscast. I was like, Give me some more of that. Mm-hmm. No, but I like those characters from the comic book. Why did it look like Nightcrawler just ate a blue popsicle the whole time? It's it like, did. It's like it's weird because his they, teeth like, were the like blue. Like the makeup guy messed up or he couldn't resist yeah, sucking up on the inside Alan of his Cumming lips. Or like no, Alan Cumming looked good. No, what you're not... Alan arriving! Would you not yell in the mic, please? What you're not understanding is... Nightcrawler looked like... But it wasn't just the makeup... Like an Otter Pop factory blew up in his face. I think it was this guy's build, too. I didn't like his build with Nightcrawler. What you guys are missing is is that when Jennifer Lawrence and he hooked up, there's no way that she can get that makeup off in time for them to get it on. Obviously. Wait, what? Anyway. What the hell is he talking about? He's reliving his... Yeah, yeah. Do you realize that... Stay on target. He's not that. He's not. He's like in 17 or 18. That's a child. That's Cody McPhee or whatever his name. Cody Yeah, okay. He's a child. Yeah, right, right. I'm sure he has a fantasize about giving it to Jennifer Lawrence. Why? It's not like she's anything special. Wow. Wow. But she's walking around the set all naked all the time. I was going to say, after all of those pictures got released, I mean, he got to see the good. She's just a less obnoxious Amy Schumer. Wow. 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 Amy Schumer is in the islands, by the way. By the way... But, oh, good for her. Amy Schumer sucks. Oh, anyway, hey, we're in the islands too. I, I think I that I think Schumer. that I needed more mystique to really enjoy this. Movie. I think you did too. Really? I mean, Todd. she was really. Of course you did. She, yeah. No, I honestly. Overall, what was your impression? You in your dumb mouth. <laughs> Overall, actually, in your dumb like, beard. Honestly, I, I was like, I was really like bummed about the just Olivia Munn just walking off screen. Like she's like. Gives him a stink eye and then just takes. Off. It's like <laughs> how that's see you in the sequel. That was yeah. her definitive moment. Mm-hmm. That was like those uh, were two of the most annoying moments in the movie. That Quicksilver never gets his story paid off, right? Which True. you know they only do to pay off in the sequel. And the yeah. same thing with Psylocke's character. She does the walk off, looking at them all evilly. True. So I didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. Those two moments were just annoying. Sequel Quicksilver, part. the best part of the movie again. I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Every scene he was in, he saved. Yeah, yeah. I would they agree. put him in quite a few. They did. Uh, more they than the last one. Like, they right, just amped up the nuts. funny. They yeah. gave yeah. him some more. But because, to be honest, he's through. the only thing that's fun about the movie. He's it. He's the only thing. Yeah. And listen, moving on. I don't know. Phoenix showing up at the end. That's a great freaking moment. That's not fun, though. Spoilers. It's not fun. fun. That was a great moment. I agree. I, I'm with you. I'm I with think you. it was, they threw it away, though. Hey, listen. I mean, they were building towards it. It's not like it didn't belong in the movie, but it didn't. It was, I don't know if I would say thrown away. They didn't create it with an X Men three. Was, hey, uh, they didn't do it with enough consequence. Yeah, there, it was just like, like she was just like, I'm gonna be the Phoenix. Whoa, spoiler! She's the only hey, character hey. that manages to kill Apocalypse. Yeah, no kidding, man. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think but Apocalypse too. Like Apocalypse didn't show up, and like he wasn't menacing. 
He just kind of <laughs> oh, you know what really bummed me out about Apocalypse? Hey, hey, listen, you'll get your turn in a minute, oh. pal. Okay, well, I'm um, gonna tell you what bummed me out about Apocalypse. <laughs> I, 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 everything. About Here's what I—I I just want to add this. You know um, I'll give a Wolverine's helmet didn't look right. That's what League is gonna say uh, first. Thing. I'm gonna say there's, there's two things. Number one, uh, you can. Hugh Jack was wearing pants in Weapon X. That's the next thing he's gonna say. You, uh, my full review is up at mywatch.com for X-Men Apocalypse. You can check it out mywatch.com. Secondly, I'm I. I and Barry, Barry was there because uh, he gave I the introduction. Barry? <laughs> Barry and I. Barry. I just That's want you guys to know that Barry and I actually thought the same thing. I thought the first half of the movie was good, and I thought the third act was kind of eh. Yeah. Uh, I thought the first two acts were very good, but the finale was kind of not very good. It was jumbled chaos, and I didn't, I didn't really dig that. Uh, but I really liked the, I, I liked the atmosphere of the movie. I thought that was good. I thought that uh, I thought Apocalypse was underused, uh, although he was he was menacing, but not not as menacing as you'd like him to be. The whole really? s- the no more weapons and the, all that other crap How that he that does. Menacing? I don't think he's menacing enough. That was my problem. Um, he just showed uh, up. The other thing like, that I liked uh, was the the Magneto. Too much machines. Um, uh, uh, the storyline with Eric, Magneto's yeah, like family. That was great. I tell yeah. you what, one of the most amazing things on screen that happened, which I thought was very w- could have been very controversial, was when he decides to uh, destroy Auschwitz. That was a very powerful scene. Um, I thought that was amazing, and I thought they did a really good job with that. Um, but what I did, what I thought was interesting, and this is, an, this is, this is why I'm going to lead into you with this. Uh, if I remember the comics Generally. correctly, Apocalypse's weak point was in his neck. Yeah. Yes? Okay. And from the cartoon. All right. And, and, uh, um, Archangel kills him. Uh, uh, one of the guys that I know <laughs> that talk movies about comic book movies who doesn't come here. Um, not for not be, well, because he doesn't like Todd, but um, no, <laughs> it happens. Few people do. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you Driving something. Remember, in the comic, he used to wear that. He used to wear the, the collar. his his collar. In this one, there's no reason for him to wear the collar because it's not how they destroy him. It doesn't. It was really weird. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that until after he told me that. And I was like, yeah, that makes zero sense. He's wearing the high collar, protecting his neck. and it's- hey, Look, if they didn't make those costume concessions, it would have been a way crappier movie. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't think the collar was high enough. I, 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 <laughs> all I, I don't I, think he had it. All I know is this. I don't. I, I put this in my, yeah, and I put this, and I put that into yeah, my, right, my review. Right. And it was a very much a nitpick. I don't know why we're still wait. At this wait, we're nitpicking. Nitpicking. Oh, oh no, we why are we still <laughs> so afraid for 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 to put our heroes, our X Men, into their costumes? I mean, Marvel at Disney has done that so well now. I think they should have picked up on that, that by now. Really? I think so. What? Captain America, yes. Iron Man. With they the show no confidence with them. I should. Well, I should say with no confidence with the Marvel. None of their costumes. What are you talking if about? If you really pay attention, there's, their designs are ultimately the same. When you really look into the nitty-gritty of each suit, uh-huh. plus the suits always change. Yeah. Captain America's gone through three or four suit changes. Yeah, but they're great. Like, they're actual true-to-comics color schemes. But That's all show, we care about. We show, don't care if, like, oh, they're not confident be, about the cut of the suit. I would be confident and be like, this is Captain America, and just stick to that look. Why? They, in the comics, they change looks all the time. I think Captain America should be wearing underwear on the outside of his yeah. pants. I think that's too. another way to draw attention. I, I think Marvel see, Disney is smart I because see the chainmail scale thing. It's become on. a big thing. It's, it's become a big thing yeah, that man. you look for the different mocks when you go see an Iron Man movie. We're on like forty-three movie mocks already. Like there have been tons of those, and you know 44? it drives toy sales. Veronica is forty-four. So as so long as we base the costume designs and movies on toy sales. 
That's what the, oh, yeah. that's, what the that's what the studios do. That's why I buy toys. I, I, I think it should start with the story. If it makes sense in the story, that's what should matter. You could sell changing million... costumes in the story ma- makes sense. I mean, do you buy do you buy Batman uh, Batman figurines based action off figures. of the action figures? Excuse me, based off dolls. Of the They're not dolls. dolls. They're on each Batman. No Batman dollies. I, I I tend to disagree. I've seen you do that. When? When you go and buy them and put them up on on Facebook. Which ones? <laughs> really, we're gonna do this now? No, because I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and, and each one of those I buy based on the story that I like them from, or mm-hmm. the movie that I like them from. Yeah. Not because of necessarily. Oh, because he looks different in this one. Just because I like that story that he came from. That's why he's buying. But if you also pay closer attention, it's an artistic difference versus a costume difference. Yeah. We there's no way we can evaluate an X Men movie or a Marvel movie <laughs> based on the story. No, we can't. That's ridiculous. We have to talk about Which, the costumes. Which, by the way, the suits in the X-Men movies was a throwaway joke and even in the movie and they didn't mean for it to be. They literally walk into a hangar like, oh, look, flight suits. Yeah. That's yeah, literally how it's that handled. Really, like, oh, look, flight that suits. Hurt. That felt like yeah. somebody punched me in yeah. the crotch. Well, you know what? What's what's ultimately sad here is I that saw, I saw you wilt. Like I, the yeah, flower. yeah, yeah. Ultimately, what's really sad is here is that we've run out of time for Alika's. We've run out of time for Alika's assessment and his review of X Men Apocalypse. If you're That's listening, okay. it's gonna be a whole extra hour anyway. If you are listening to us on the podcast, you will not want to miss uh, Alika's uh, review <laughs> of X Men Apocalypse. Uh, you will not. Uh, number two, if you're watching us on a Kaku, and if you want to know about Alika's um, Alika's review, also we'll be talking about Preacher. We're going to be talking about uh, Star Wars Rogue One a bit, and uh, just a couple of extra things before we take off here. And um, by the way, um, so don't uh, so download the podcast on iTunes Absolutely. or any podcast aggregate. Do so if if you're the Maui, Maui Watch, Watch app. app. And if uh, by the way, if you are listening to us on the podcast, do not move. Don't I, move. I do want to say move, don't please. don't take off those headphones. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say. Um, yeah, thanks. I I do want to say this um, uh, before we get before we leave. Uh, Akaku, uh, this week um, is uh, the premiere of uh, uh, of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Actually, Ninja Turtles. Well, secret, uh, secret of the ooze. Secret of the ooze. Right. Uh, Teenage Mutant ooze. Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. Secret of the shadows is happening the at the Maui Mall Megaplex this Thursday, five o'clock. Okay. Uh, be there or be stupid. Uh, the premiere We're with really the Nerd Watch. It's going to be full of kids, so we have to be nice. They. Uh, yeah. No good. They need to booger eaters. They need to read the comics. Yeah, they do. Those people. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's happening this Thursday, five o'clock, Maui Mall Megaplex. The Nerd Watch is going to be giving you the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows yeah. film, happening this Thursday you. night, five o'clock. Uh, <laughs> the week after that. Okay, uh, we'll be doing two premieres uh, the week after that. Well, not a premiere per se, but we're going to be doing Ghostbusters, and we're also going to be doing. Hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. That, that you threw that one under the bus. The 1984 Ghostbusters. That's true. The 1984 yeah, Ghostbusters yeah, is happening on the eighth, and then we're also true. doing Warcraft on the ninth. So the Nerd Watch will be all up back in your movie grizzle uh, for the next two weeks. That's so you want to stay tuned for real. that. That is Street for Grill. That's my two pizzas coming out. If G Money is anything, he's from the street. He is from the street. <laughs> That's uh, that G Money's a little too urban. He is life. urban, isn't he? Two apocalypse. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's, so it's e- a little yeah. Tupacalyptic. That's too Tupacalyptic. That's Tupacalyptic for me. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, listen, you guys can Word follow. Word games, kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the nerdwatch. Gee, that's what we're known for. Yeah, um, uh, by the way, uh, don't forget, I'll be downloading a couple of the uh, Comic Con interviews this week along with this podcast uh, uh, on uh, on our iTunes. <laughs> Brought down the thunder. Thanks a lot, Todd. That's great. You that just couldn't help yourself, did you? I you just, and we're out. We just <laughs> we out. We out of this. <laughs> anyway, I'll be downloading. It's downloading. A whole, it's a whole new look. All right, we got to get out of here. All right, let's go. I'll be downloading uh, some Comic Con interviews uh, coming up this week, as well as this podcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash to Nerdwatch. If you're if you're watching us on Akaku, you can also follow us on Twitter at Nerdwatch Nation. You can follow us on YouTube at Nerdwatch Nation as well, and you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore nerd watch all right follow us on google all right we are out of time so follow us on angel fire until next week akaku podcasters stay tuned we got more coming up until then this is uh this is for hennessy for silent sean for swan for c for, for alika for format for gannon for todd for john, this group of uh, this motley crew we are out of time and until next week akaku we say to you aloha <sighs> and we're back. All right, Alika. And we're back. You, uh, we have given we're you. Back. Uh, we have given you time. We've given you now. We give you enough time. Hey, you know what? Let's to, just do this. Make it like a press conference. Yeah. Like I've gathered go. you all here. Quick, get, get, out, quick, get out of here to talk to you about okay. the coming apocalypse. <laughs> Whoa. This of abomination of a Where's movie. Where's everybody going? Wow. They don't want to hear, nobody wants to hear this. They're all leaving. Oh, Everybody's leaving. I'm here for you, man. Oh, I'm here for you. Sit oh, down. Go oh, for oh. it. Every, hey, you guys, sit down. <laughs> Get your asses in those seats and listen to my rant about the X-Men. I listen to your bull crap. Yeah. We're not leaving. No, yeah. they're recording it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, don't use all three mics. I don't. I, that's yeah, too much mic. Alika, um, Alika, you were also at the premiere of X Men Apocalypse number two. Uh, th- I think the cr- I don't the, know uh, what I think. The crowd, I really the think. crowd, and the public want to thank you for uh, bringing those comic books that you did of the oh, X Men comic. Um, more importantly, all though, more importantly, though, you made a you made a new friend for the shop, Jim Lee, which was awesome. Yeah. Awesome guy. Uh, so that's a cool. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. We and then to keep uh, it that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, just because I'm me, I want to give you time because I know that you have quite the opinion. You've had. Mm-hmm. You have a very. It's not even like a, you have an opinion is, on people X-Men. People ask me what I thought about the movie, okay. and I kind of just like you people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh huh. The thing is, I have a lot of micro opinions about the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, by the way, you want to talk about nitpicking? This is a movie I like. It's right? death by a thousand cuts. That's true. It, well, listen, stop right there, uh, Hennessy. If you're if you're if you're following us on Facebook Live, point that to me. Let them look at my ugly mug. If you guys want to hear this, you're gonna to have to listen. You're gonna tune in on the pod. Okay, I'm gonna to have to say Bye, sign guys. off on Facebook Live. Oh, say man. goodbye to you Why guys. You if you want to hear know, his man. rant about uh, X Men Apocalypse, uh, Lucas' rant, um, you guys can uh, download the iTunes podcast. So. A Facebook Live, we're out of here. I hope you guys got an, an eyeful. Bye bye. So until next week, bye bye. All right. Bang, bang, bang. All right. And we're, back. Okay. and we're back again. And we're back again. <laughs> uh, f- 
Alika, whatever your name is. What? Um, I'm pretty sure. You, uh, you and Alika. Ganon seem to have uh, uh, you and Ganon go back and forth about X Men. Uh, he has he has a very, he has an opinion at how. Uh, of of what how he thinks that the X Men changed the industry as far as comic book movies, you have a very different opinion. So you're very outspoken yeah, I don't about. I think we should give it that much credit. <laughs> I want to know. Didn't do anything crazy groundbreaking? I, I, I want to know what you thought of Apocalypse because Apocalypse, uh, for all intents and purposes, was actually a pretty f- good flick. So all what right. did you, what did you think? What what was your it take? It was the best Fox X Men movie yet. Yay! Interesting. Uh, I'm not okay. counting Deadpool. Okay. So then, what are you saying? Saying it's the best Fox X Men movie yet. It's <laughs> that, still not that a good. Seems pretty not, straightforward. It's still not that great a movie. Okay, uh, what 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 fault? The best of it. Let me just start with the best of it is when Apocalypse finally has his horsemen together. I know this seems like a boring scene to anybody else who's watching, but when they're all gathered on the hilltop and they're just like you know, he makes Magneto his helmet and he's just like kind of stand there and they're showcasing their powers a little bit and the horsemen are all assembled, all all five uh, four of them, mm-hmm. and. They look cool in their costumes. You know, that's what I want out of a comic movie. That's it. I'm very easy to please. You don't have to write yourself into the deepest, darkest hole and pull yourself out of it with all these crazy twists to get there. I Like, the writing for a comic movie, I'm sorry to say, is, like, really secondary, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you doing this on purpose, Cannon? So he, no one gets his opinion out? Is this what's going on here? <laughs> Man, the rude. <laughs> so rude. So, like, them being together was good. Storm was underused. Oh. Ha- like, the young actress who played her, I, I don't know her name, but Maybe she... Uh, she was... Alexandra Ship. Alexandra Ship. Mm-hmm. She was praising Halle Berry up and down a blue streak. I'm like, don't kiss that lady's ass. She was a terrible Storm. Wow! And the thing is, Ow. I think she was afraid that she was going to just overshadow Halle Berry's Storm, which she did... Effortlessly, she actually gave this storm a little bit of a character. Right. They could have focused a little more on Storm, being as that she's a future leader of the X Men. Can as well. I be I honest agree. though? You have to be. You have. Don't get mad too. But bad. it was good that she was. She was a badass. She no, had the No, don't get too she mad at Holly. I want to defend Holly origin. Berry here for a second. Why? Because she's hot. Number one. Oh, but she was her, a terrible storm. And listen. It's not her fault though. She's an actress. She's being directed I was say, that I, way. I mean, her, I the think it's the studio's fault for hiring her. I think it's, I think it's the studio's fault for writing her the way that they did. She's not. She's not Storm. No, but Halle Berry is an excellent actor. She's a, she's a better Catwoman than she's a Storm. Oh, don't say wow. that, man! Yeah. Wowee! Wow! I'd rather remember her as that. All right, so okay, so <laughs> obviously <laughs> you don't I like Halle Berry. You like this new girl. You thought she was good, but underutilized, yes? Underutilized, yeah. She was okay. really good. She okay. looked the part. She had the attitude. It was good. I liked it. Okay. She was bold. She, you know, she had some character. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, Nightcrawler, he was a weak Nightcrawler. Alan Cumming just set the bar too high. He was like one of the few things that the franchise actually got 100% right. Like, I could picture, Would you like to know that that's the I first picture, thing positive I think you've ever said about the original X-Men is... Uh, uh, no, I've said that before. Really? I, on record. Alan Cumming is the best part. He... He could be the Nightcrawler in the Marvel Disney movie. Like, if there was a Marvel Disney X-Men, Alan Cumming could be Nightcrawler in that. He's that good. Also, I think that Kelsey Grammer's Beast was spot on. Yes. Every Beast after, this guy, this kid who's been playing Beast for the past three movies. All one Beast after Kelsey Grammer was the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Kelsey. goes without saying, because Last Stand is probably the best X-Men movie. Okay, that's... He, no, he, no. What? The voice for Beast. Yeah, he had, he had the he had voice. McCoy's voice. Spot. 
odd. This guy's just like Kelsey Grammer for yeah, yeah. Because he didn't really do a voice. He just was Kelsey. I am aware of that. That's the best part about it. You know, um, what's her face? What's the girl's name who did? uh, Who was Jean Grey? Uh, that was Sophie Your Turner. Was Sophie Turner, yeah. She's, she's Sansa Stark. She's from, uh, yeah, she's from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so she was, she was good as Jean Grey. I liked her. I think she's the only person on Game of she's Thrones. Pretty bad at hiding her accent. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't too keen on the Cyclops guy. And this <laughs> is something that G- his name is. That guy's name <laughs> was his, that guy's name was Ty Sheridan. Ty, 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 Ty Sheridan. The thing, the get on that mic. I can barely hear you. I am on the mic. Good door. So <laughs> the, he wasn't a very strong Cyclops. I see what they were trying to do with him: give him more attitude, make him a little more edgy, and you know, edgy. Yeah. Really, younger. They, he had a little more attitude. Like a kid. Cyclops he wasn't like demands edginess. No, they made him more edgy in this movie. Uh, that's what made him cool. Yeah, Cyclops is boring as hell to me. Yeah, he is. Yeah, see, so that's the thing. Well, is, that's how he should. Be. You didn't like They're James Marsden? Boy Scout. Uh, as, yeah. You didn't like James Marsden as Cyclops? No. Okay. No. Okay. And so... Sir? Yeah, I'm trying to, like, just go... And the Jubilee thing, it's like, what? they didn't even use her at all. Why no. she gotta be a Jew? She's in cutscenes. I felt so bad. That's not what she... Oh. Sorry, you missed. Well, here's the thing. From my understanding, um, um, a lot from Brian Singer yeah. said they that... They hyped up Jubilee and they didn't use her at all. That's because, according to Brian Singer and according to most reports... They're saying that Jubilee is going to be in the extended. No, there is not going to be an extended cut, cut. I don't know what you've been reading. What I it's just read that there cut. is going to be an extended cut with more Jubilee in it. There is not. That's not happening. Cut scenes, yes. Extended, cu- extended oh. cut of the movie. No. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. And That's so lame. So the. Uh... Oh, no, I got to do it again. Wow. <laughs> can can <laughs> we not uh... play with the mic? I mean, I can hear it on the. Freaking podcast. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. You guys are ridiculous. Now I know why it smells like that. Yeah. So. Anyway, go ahead. And so one thing that really irked me about Apocalypse, I'm sure anybody who cared that they were correcting Apocalypse after they had all that fan backlash from the mm-hmm. Ivan Ooze picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they released the commercial where it shows Apocalypse growing while Holt pinning down <gasps> Professor X. It turns out that's just a dream sequence yeah. in the mindscape. Yeah. It's not a real power of Apocalypse to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, why? Yep. Why keep doing that to us? Mm. Like, is that like, is that like a sick joy they have of teasing us that they're going to do something right and then be like at the last minute, no, just kidding, we're not going to do it right. I think it's because it's not. I'm, I am convinced at this point that it's not. It's not Brian Singer. I believe it. I think a lot has to do with it being Simon Kinberg. I think they're all. Uh, you think the writer has that much look, power? They, look, they've all Absolutely. had a chance. Many, many movies to how get come, any piece of it right. The actress. It's all of them. It's because she's being directed. Because she's being... Because but when it comes to certain things that are key features to a character, because those Because those are written. Because when... when, when I hate when to break it to you, but writers it? don't have nearly the power you think they I'm do. Telling you, I tell you what, with all the problems that, all the problems that X-Men has had in the past... And in the future, I'm convinced enough. that Brian Singer doesn't know I think, how to do. I think Simon. I'm convinced it's the studio. I think Simon Kinberg like, has. Well, and I think that's coming from the combat. behest of of the studio. I think Simon Kinberg is writing this. So therefore, it's the studio. That's yeah. Like, well, Kinberg. yes. Uh, in more or less, um, in, indirectly, yeah, absolutely. I that's my that's my take. So, but but you for wrong, you, sir. what did you like about the story though? Did you like the story at all? Did you? I like how they had the mutant underground stuff. They could have used. They could have got dipped into the Morlocks a little more. Caliban just kind of like they kind of made a little big deal that Caliban was going to be in there, and he didn't really do much with them. 
Um, yeah, that was kind of a waste. Like, that whole underground fight scene was cool. Not cool that Angel was the king of it. He's... That's not really how I picture <laughs> Angel at all. And then... Angel. I didn't like Angel in this movie, put it that way. Wow. Archangel either. That costume and makeup. They, like, they showed that they had the t- technology to do him right. They could have just done a totally true to X-Factor number 24, blue and purple Archangel with the metal wings. And they would have... I guarantee they would have doubled their profits. I promise Fox. Fox, if you're listening to me, let me design your costumes for the next movie. I will triple your you damn money. You really think I Yes, I promise triple? to God. I will promise you to God. Wow. that's a Keep big... the same writers. Off I don't care. Angel? Let me do the costumes. Wow. You keep the same writers. And I don't care how crappy you write it into a hole and don't follow continuity. Let me do the costumes, and that movie will triple. Wow, that's triple. But they profits. embraced costumes in this movie more than any. Yeah, other but they film. weren't good, good point, costumes. True. They weren't true to comics. They were original to the movie, which are crap. Fox is not good at designing these costumes. Flight suits. Flight suits. No, but I mean the villains all had. And their the own very last looks. five seconds where they actually showed the costumes, they were like mocking comic style. Like he had that uh, utility belt from like the '90s Jim Lee X Men, the Cyclops utility belt. But then you look at the back of it and it dies into his, the back of his suit. It's not a real... You're like, why? It's totally not functionable and it kind of looks weird now that you do it that way. You, could, you couldn't have yeah. the angel that you're asking for, number one. Especially with the fact that Nightcrawler and Mystique are in it. You couldn't, get, you couldn't do that. It was bad enough that they had to make Nightcrawler so much darker than Mystique. And it's two different blues. I don't think you could another get blue character. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. I thought you were talking about story wise. I'm like, gee, don't. Oh no, no. <laughs> they only had three blue characters. Right, because they already got they've got Beast, Beast. they got Mystique. Beast, who by the way had it under control because mm-hmm. he was taking Beast his had meds it under control. He's right because no, he, he said he's on his meds. Remember, no, he's taking okay. medication. Yeah, remember, that makes sense. Because when well, he was did in it, the, we, in the helicopter, well, when he sure. turned blue. He yeah. said, "Oh, he missed his." That makes it okay. His dosage, yeah. or but they 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 already played that storyline in the last movie where he was taking. Yeah, the, so they yeah. took Cure. the crappy storyline that they successfully put in a previous movie and then continued. But it. that was, and they also put <laughs> that in the cartoon movie. too. Oh, interesting. They did and have that, a cartoon story. That, look, and, and I respect. Look, if you're gonna hit me in a soft spot with Fox X Men, <laughs> Fox animated X Men, they got right everything the right. They were great. Fox animated X Men was awesome. That's because it's because Fox all they wanted to do was have guys. They didn't give a crap what the story was. All they cared about was just ushering out every Saturday morning or whatever. Well, they could be doing that with the they could be doing that with the movies right now. And making sure that the costumes were spot on. I'm gonna buy Olivia's. (laughs) I'm gonna buy it. Bright yellows and blues, man. I'm gonna to be honest. The cartoons. Well, also the cartoon they. They kind of cheated because they were just basically doing the entire Jim Lee X-Men run. Yeah. Yeah. Storylines and all, in order. That's what they need for the movie. They need to bring in Morph and kill them all. But the, that's why the cartoon <laughs> was so great, because they were just mm-hmm. blindly following the comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do you think this is... So, this, for you, this is more successful than what's come before it? Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, this is... They're doing... You can see the course corrections that they do in the costumes and the style and the attitude of the characters and trying to be a little more true to stuff. And it's paying off big for them. Like they did, they did eighty million this weekend. It's not what they expected, but it's another profitable X Men movie. Oh, yeah. And people aren't abandoning ship like they should be with the Fox X Men. But they, if you just do a, a, an entire course correction with the costumes, 
That is the one thing I promise you. Do it's you the think one thing that, that, that will that fix is, that movie? You, you, I'm look, the single I'm, most important thing. I am I'm with not you. saying writing is not important. No, no, I am but with if you. You're going to have one thing in a comic movie. It's the costumes. I am with you with the costumes. I'm, I'm totally with you. I'm, a, I'm on board your train, sir. Okay. Not just Trumps. You guys are... <laughs> not, not just Trumps. I'm on board I call Caboose. <laughs> but do you really think that that is going to cure, cure the money woes for Fox for these X-Men movies? It can hurt. It's the only thing that's going to help them. That's why Deadpool did so good. Oh, I think Deadpool did good because it was a well, fun Well, the tone movie. was true. The tone was true. Ryan Reynolds is a perfect Deadpool, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you had put him in a different costume... Okay. Come on now. All right. All right. Okay. So let me ask you this, and let me ask everybody this: Do we like where X Men is gonna is going? Better than where it's been. Do we? No. What I'm saying is, I well, don't like anything about Fox X Men. All right. I can what? I can see their all their stuff from a mile away. All right. So here's spoilers, obviously. But do we like the fact that now Apocalypse they've defeated a god? Do we like the fact that now we're moving towards Mister Sinister, Mister Sinister, or who I like to call Sinister Minister? Um, <laughs> Maybe Brian Cranston will get to be him. That'll be cool. Do we like the fact that we're going to get a Brian ex- Cranston's too serious of an actor to be in a crappy movie? So maybe he'll smack some sense into Fox X Men. Is X twenty three a possibility? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They they might even give her her own standalone flick. You think so? Yeah. But she's a girl. Right. Oh. Do those have? Does that happen? Uh. Well, if it's Fox, yes. If it's Marvel, no. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, like the, every other studio, is going to give the uh, female superhero except for Marvel. Yeah, and whenever they yeah. have speaking lines, they just put peanut butter on the roof of their mouth and make it look like they're talking. <laughs> also, she won't get her own toy for at least three months. At least. <laughs> I'm trying to buy the. Uh, I will be the first one in line for the Olivia Munn Psylocke toy. I, I bet you will, sir. See, I bet you. Is it life size? Window. I love. I love Olivia Munn. I, can I no. tell you something? I thought for what she was given, she did okay. Yeah, I thought her costume, she was given a costume, and she, she was. Just, she is not a great actress. She was given a costume, but she had the one of the only true to comics costumes, yeah. and that's why mm-hmm. she's getting such a pass. Nobody noticed that she couldn't act her way out of a paper bag. Mm-hmm. They're like, she looks great. And I tell you what, those lightsabers that were coming out of her out of her hands, yeah. and that light lasso, <laughs> that light lasso, Baby. all that talk about being able to push the boundaries of what their powers can do. Yeah. How yeah. come once they get into combat, it goes all the way back to what they know? Point. Good point. That does make like sense. what happened to that that chainsaw blade thing that she was sporting at one point. Oh, yeah. Good point. They and then just, she just went yeah. right back to the katana. Well, right. the thing is, and, was like, and that's the ah, other thing, when you're talking, all these all these mutants are supposed to be godlike, and mm-hmm. he keeps on pushing the boundaries of their powers, but mm-hmm. you could see they were putting the governor on it at a point, like even Apocalypse. He could vaporize a city at, at the blink of an eye. Right. And yet he had to face other people and fight them. You know what I mean? They had to... They had to put the, right. the caps on at certain points in the story to. And I think that's why Apocalypse didn't come off as menacing to me. Yeah, because he kept on having limits. He yeah, needed they the kept horseman. watering He's him like, down. Why yeah. you need the horseman? Yeah, he, why, he needs why do them you, to watch him. Why do you always <laughs> need to transfer your body during a battle? Right? That is poor planning, my friend. Poor planning. Uh, agreed. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, anybody bothered by the way Phoenix finally comes in, or Jean Grey finally comes into her own powers? Absolutely. Any issues? Any of course, issues? there's issues. Yeah. There's a lot of issues. Any with that. issues? Because well, it's not nothing to do with the cosmic. They teased that they were going to talk about his ship, um, Apocalypse's ship. I don't even remember what it's called, but um, the ship, the ship, or whatever. <laughs> but 
By and the way, that's not even his name. His name is Abu... Insabaner. Insabaner. Abu. Racist. The soul. And and Phoenix, Sorry. the Phoenix comes out of Jean Grey because they're, you know, and she wreaks havoc in space. It's cosmic with the Shi'ar Empire and stuff. So it's another wasted opportunity of the Phoenix occurring on Earth, completely Earthbound with no cosmic connection. The same thing they did in The Last Stand. It was a complete throwaway moment. Yeah, it was with Apocalypse this time. And yeah, she helped kill him or whatever. And so it was awesome that she did it. But it was just a wasted moment for the Phoenix. The Phoenix is one of the greatest X-Men stories ever written. And... Mm-hmm. And they they haven't come anywhere close to telling it. The only thing that's been cool about it is they are like she has the power in her. They they don't really go into any of it in the movies at mm-hmm. all. They just it, it's a really hacked way to. It's just a plot right. Point. I, I like to be. Like, I feel like when she's she's talking about the phoenix, she's she's got constantly getting headaches, and, and it's not well really that well that's the, because the, the true form. No, because I think it's an interesting idea where they were going. They were equating it to her it being a mental thing, and she was on the same. She was on the level of Xavier. That that was a very interesting way to yeah. Try no, to avoid... that's the point. Is she's the most powerful <laughs> right. telepath and whatever right. And she's held but, back. To be honest, we and can't, Xavier was helping her restrain that part of her and all this. We can't. We can't. In this universe, in this X Men universe, we cannot connect the cosmic to the Phoenix. If you catch my drift, because there's no need for the cosmic in that X Men universe right now. I think there is. Right? Might jazz it up. Am I a wrong bit. about that? Well, I think that the, I think that the sequel is going to be '90s. I think that we're going to get the yes. costumes that we're all familiar with. Uh, I think that I the mean, music. Oh yeah. X Men ninety two number six is gonna have the flaming lips guest starring. Really? Yeah. That's why I want to buy it. But I was that's I asked you to hold it for me so that nobody would see me buy a Marvel comic. I'm not gonna let you buy it unless it's now everybody that listens to this podcast knows. All right. And now all of our listeners know that I'm going to buy a Marvel comic because right, the Flaming so, Lips are in it. So overall, I don't know where the hell Gan went to, but uh-huh. overall, gents, um, yeah. do we do we think that that there is still life left in Fox's X Men? Look, well, they're going to milk the hell out of it. Exactly. The thing is, yeah, they they couldn't kill the X Men franchise if they tried because they've they been tried. doing it for the past 15 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they did uh, like right. the Last Stand almost. Like literally, they destroyed it. all of the X Men. <laughs> um, hello, X Men Origins, Wolverine. Can I be honest? Can I? I think I'm the only guy at this Have table you not that, been honest that, this that it's that strong of a property. It's like the Ninja Turtles. All you can't I, go wrong. I think that the Last Stand <laughs> is. I think it's sorely underrated because that is the. Most oh my god! Scary. And here's the reason why. I said, before everybody who's underrated? Who's right, right, right. Listen, before everybody jumps down my throat, <laughs> let me say this. I think I think it's because out of all of the X-Men movies, right? That's the one that's not directed by Brian Singer. It's the one that is the most comic book, I think. I think the story's terrible. I don't think it makes much sense. I don't think it was I didn't think it was that great. But overall though, I'm trying to think of the moments in the last stand that I liked. I'm thinking like Kelsey Grammer Beast. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's about Archangel. it. Archangel. 
No, Ar- Archangel was I crap liked Archangel. in that movie. Um, he was an Archangel. He was, an Archangel. He was just Angel. So so their their little yeah, pride was all right. Was all right. Their little poke at the uh, X Men Last Stand. With that the was whole, that was really cute. I like the third. That. The third one's always the worst. That so, was funny. But that movie was also count? the third movie it's as well. Also the third yeah. of the yeah. reboot series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so. A good so when they said that, I was like very uncomfortable laughing at that because I'm like, you're the third movie guy. Right? Maybe it's an inside joke. Maybe it is an inside joke. It could be. Yeah, they're like, yeah, this movie's crap too. All right. So uh, uh, the I got you, Alika. Wink. <laughs> so as we sit, uh, as we sit at this table for this podcast, we are saying that the Fox's X Men franchise is alive and well, and we'll be seeing a lot more movies. That's what the sad part is, is because they're making money. They'll on never it. give it up. They'll, okay. As long as it makes money, they'll never give it up. Mm-hmm. They're not going to listen to fans who like. They're like, please stop holding our movie franchise hostage. Mm-hmm. Just give us what we want, and they will never do it because we keep going to see the movies like dumbasses. All right. Well, uh, Gannon, you get the last word because we've been talking about this while you've been gone. Uh, what say you about uh, Fox's X Men series? Does it continue on, or should we send it to pasture and oh, just they're, shoot they're it? They're going to keep making more. Of them. Okay. You didn't even have to be in the room for that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I right? don't think, think this will be the first. What? I, well, the thing for me, and the, the, the only point that I'm going to make is, is that I'm not the X Men fan that anybody else in this room is. So it's a little bit easier for me to mm-hmm. have an unattached sense of what these movies are, are like. <laughs> So I enjoy the movies for what they are. I have I'm not basing my comparison off of anything. Mm-hmm. So when everybody in the room says Apocalypse doesn't live up to what they wanted it to be, mm-hmm. invariably in some cases it might just be because they have this idea of what he should be like. Mm. I don't. So gotcha. I thought it, I thought he worked. Which is at the end of the day, we, at the end of the day, that's who they're really making these movies for. Okay. Gotcha. We we act as though these movies are, are made for the fans, but they're really, really not. None they're of made them for are. people that have never. Picked they're up really, them. really not. I, can I? Can I, I? As a matter of fact, the fan community is where all they do all their market research as to whether or not these things will apply in the movies. Can, and to, but to, to be so fair, whatever the market not, says, not, not they to go in the complete opposite, opposite direction. direction. In, in certain cases, yes. In certain cases, yes. But what they're looking at is whether or not stories work. Because right. And can, but can we be honest though? How is it? And, and I do understand your point because that does make sense. Because I agree with you. But how is it? That Disney Marvel and the guys that run Marvel um, oh, on the Disney end are so good at not only crafting a, vi- a very because they're really good universe. at selling the steak, not the sizzle. Or, I'm sorry, sizzle, not the steak. Okay, because but they can do. They're mm. respectful to the. They're respectful to so the. Comedy. I would say that they Magneto, change the story and they also keep the. Costumes. I would say that Apocalypse is is a much more impactful villain in his movie than half of the Marvel villains have been in I, any of their movies. I agree. Agreed. Loki is the only character mm-hmm. that really resonates in your head from any of the Marvel movies. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. No, the I heroes agree. are very are very well done. You don't like Killian? Killian. But who? The heroes oh, also don't exactly. necessarily represent what the comics are like either. The Tony Stark in the comics doesn't act the way the Tony Stark in the movies does. Right. But you allow that because everybody everybody loves Robert Downey Jr. so much. The first half of Guardians, Ronan was pretty imposing. Mm-hmm. But when there's a dance-off joke at the end of the movie, do you really take him That's seriously? That's the very end. The that very end. Awesome. It's, the very it's a fun end. moment, it's but you don't take him seriously as a villain once but that's your build, end cap. The build was good. No, he's, it's, it applies to somebody who actually would have been in, in that position, really truly believing that they're the ultimate But there's the no universe. difference between the Dark Elf from Thor and Ronan. They're the same character. Malekith. They're the same character. No, because no. you know what? I remember... I remember Their Ronan. motivations are the same. I, I remember Ronan. What they do and I how don't they remember do. whoever the hell that guy was. No, but you see, Ganon does make a valid point because... He's played by the same actor who played Doctor Who in the first... The, the villains yeah, are very... also had Nebula. 
who is a relentless a, evil villain. She's a ha- but, but she's she, a henchman. She plays more but she's an relentless. She's fearful. She's she's more of an anti-hero, and we I would say she's Who. actually more interesting yeah. than he was. Yeah, but she has no good. She has no redeeming qualities. Right no, there, she's just relentless evil. I think she's pretty scary. They they played they played a lot with her with her back, moral too. compass as to whether or not she was going to ever. Well, if she had any loyalty to all her right, sister. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let, let's look. A po- X Men, which is why I'm kind of fearful for how Thanos is portrayed in the Marvel films. See, and that's and that's based on the trajectory we've seen. No, and I think that's I think the exact the exact opposite. I think that my theory has always been the reason why Marvel Disney villains have always been so underwhelming is because they don't want anyone or any villain to overshadow Thanos. Then why did they cast Josh Brolin to play Thanos' voice? Boy. Nobody in this room can tell me that when they look at Thanos speak, they think of Josh Brolin's voice. No one does. Um, because every time Josh Thanos Brolin speaks is. of Guardians of the Galaxy, I cannot remove Josh he, Brolin from Jonah Hex. Um, Jonah Hex. Yeah, Jonah Hex. Yeah. Which one? He, also, uh, he was the, Brandon the Goonies. Oh. Um, and then he was still, yeah, there's been multiple. He's, uh, he's in uh, Sin City, the second movie. Oh, uh, he's, he's also in which nobody saw. Uh, which nobody the saw. Men in Black movie. Uh, the third one. Yeah, he's in the third Men in Black Tommy movie. Jones. Yeah, he plays Tommy oh, Lee Jones. Yeah, that guy. Okay. okay. Well, listen. All all I'm saying is, is that wait till Michael Keaton plays Vulture. That'd be awesome. That's gonna be. Awesome. But look, if we look, if we look at the history, if 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 we look at the history, I bet, though, I bet you will. But they hey, also said in the market negotiations again. Well, all I'm saying is, when we look at the history of Marvel, right, uh, the Disney Marvel stuff, the the the, the one we started off with was Obadiah Stane. Okay. Then we got Iron Man two, and we got Whiplash. We got Iron Man 3, we got Killian, or a.k.a. Mandarin, or not Mandarin. Not Mandarin. Not Mandarin. Right? Okay. So then we got... Mandarin was also a very scary character until the reveal. The reveal was horrible. He was a very scary, imposing character. But that weakened the whole character, though. And then we got Captain America, we got the Red Skull. He was in it for what? Five, five freaking Red minutes. When the, in the original first of yeah, Captain, yeah, Mer- sure. Captain America, yeah. Red Skull. But he, hey, keep it down over there. We got a podcast going for the love of Pete. Anyway, but Hugo <laughs> Weaving playing Red Skull, you would expect it to be a much more interesting character, right? Okay, he and then play, he's almost playing a cartoon version of Red Skull. More Captain than America. Yeah. All right, and then in That's Win- what I'm saying, Hugo Weaving. Winter Soldier. We got All the right. Winter Soldier. We got Bucky. He was fairly imposing, but he wasn't necessarily the villain. The villain was the was Hydra. Right? The reveal is that it's Hydra. Right. Right. But um, Robert Redford as the villain, again. Then we got Thor. The original Thor, we had, um, it was... Um, Loki. 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 Right? Then Loki. And then the second Thor, or second Thor was yeah. Malekith. Malekith was a super, supremely weak character. Agreed. He was a, he was a red mist, basically. <laughs> Which is weird, because that's kind of what he was after in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it, though? It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, um, and then we got Guardians of the Galaxy. We got Ronan the Accuser, probably the most. And I think you're right I th- as, as far as looks goes. He's probably the most imposing we've ever seen uh, before Thanos, right? Yes. The, yeah. the, the, well, the point I'm trying to make is that none of the villains make the same impact that the central characters. Do. Okay, then how about the original? Because Avengers? every single one of the central characters in any of the movies, they Thor the, is the only one that kind of falls behind a little bit. We fought the Jatari in the first Avengers movie. We did. Well, not the. Are we the Avengers? We're the Avengers. We We're were all the, wearing the wrong shirts yeah, for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nerd watch is yeah, uh, People that watch oh. sports. Nerd <laughs> watch. Yeah, we made a touchdown. Nerd we should all be wearing flight suits if we're the Avengers. <laughs> no, if we're the X Men. We should be wearing flight suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was Chitauri, the and then a. and then oh, in the oh, second oh, movie, oh. 
The second movie was Ultron, and Ultron's well, a big comic book okay, character. Let's take a step back. The, the villain of, of Avengers was actually Loki. Chitauri True. was just cannon fodder. Eh, okay, gotcha. Because they're agree. just there to get beat up, so there's more than one guy to beat up in Avengers. And then Avengers, we got Age of Ultron. We got that was a very that was a very menacing and Age character. of Ultron is a wasted opportunity as well. I agreed, but don't you see the cycle? And then last but not least, Civil War. We ended up getting Zemo, and he wasn't even the a Baron. Civil War was the only one I'll let slide, only because it's the only move that Marvel I thought did well is that instead of taking a villain and making them the enemy of the story, he's actually the engine that drives the characters against each other, which is the one move Batman vs Superman failed at. That's that's the point that Lex Luthor should have made, should have played in that yes. movie. I completely understand. Marvel did make a right move in using Zemo, who's let's face it, is not that interesting of a character in the first place. But according to Alika, if you Mr. put a Mr. red, uh, if you put a purple sock on, you his give hand, him the mustache I and the goofy watch that face. All day. <laughs> but it's cool that he had a he had an undercurrent in the story as opposed to being agreed. Yes, he's there, but he's he's more of a manipulator, which is actually in a oh, strange way. In a strange way, it's kind of. Heath Ledger's character in Dark Knight. And right. Loki's character. Interesting. Loki does play a more participatory role in, in, in he's his. more of a manipulator than anything But else. he also engages all the characters physically. Oh, absolutely. All right. So, with that in mind, are we saying that X-Men's villains are more... I'm not saying all. I'm not saying all. all I'm right. just saying that Apocalypse, for me anyway, hmm. was a lot more interesting than the majority of the Marvel villains. Actually, Wait, and Magneto is an interesting villain. He is. What Magneto, Magneto is the is one of the best villains in any like, of these the super villains. I will say though that that is the trouble with the X movies right now is that right now with these last three, they're playing that card of Magneto and Xavier becoming enemies and then friends at the end too much. It's only been three movies. It they're, happens every single one. They're frenemies. We get they, it. They, they, they don't meet. Uh-huh. They meet their friends. They, they come to odds with each other, but they're still it's friends. Like, two like each movie. They used, to do that, they used to do that in the in the. Um, in the television series for the X-Men. Well, I'm saying they shouldn't. No, no, we but the thing was is that we un, we already understand that they have they they both like each other, but they both have very different uh, uh, points of view. On how when Magneto's walking out of Xavier's school with a smile on his face, they're all friends. That's that's so a bad move. Agreed. So they'll both end up dying. Yeah. Together. Onslaught. All right. Well, no. listen. Uh, for all right. Better, for better or for worse, uh, X-Men Apocalypse will continue the series, obviously, um, with or without Brian Singer. Fox was not going to let go of X-Men, and uh, it's going to Yeah, gonna let be... go of Brian Singer. <laughs> I'm convinced he you... doesn't know how to do Super Last time they did that, you got Last Stand. Actually, yes. no, not true. Brian Singer know. stepped away, and he said that he, he, gave, he, he gave the okay to Brett Ratner, apparently. I don't think it would have mattered if he gave an okay or not. They were just going to make a movie with or without him. And anybody would say, yeah, I told him they could do it. He has no stake in it. He doesn't own the characters and he has, he has no stake in it. We need Brett Ratner to step up and make a Superman movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. All Let right. him make Man of Steel 2. All right, gents. A uh, couple more things to, uh, to talk about before we get out of here. Right. Number one. Let's move um, on to DC. Let's, <laughs> a flash. Let's, what the f? Huh? <laughs> uh, that television television things are coming in a minute here. But, arriving. Uh, r- arriving. I do want to talk about the big news that came out today. Uh, I posted it on the Nerdwatch. I think I posted it in our news group as well. Um, you didn't. I didn't. No. Disney apparently 
not very happy with one of their franchises. I heard about this. Uh, the Star Wars franchise. They're not very happy with uh, Gareth Edwards' attempt at making Rogue One a Star Wars story. And and have decided to do four more weeks of shooting. They're going to do, uh, in all the month of July, they're going to be doing a ton of reshoots. Um, Where's the source coming from? Because they did the same thing Greg. with Suicide Squad, and it wasn't a bad right, thing. Right. I'm making this up. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter. Greg wrote it. The Hollywood Reporter, uh, very or the Hollywood Reporter, right. <laughs> right? It just seems suspicious. Why would Disney want you to know they're not happy with something that they're doing? Because Greg's writing the info. <laughs> Shut up! You write for the Hollywood Reporter, now? man. If you I were, no I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Sell out. <I> right? <laughs> podcast. We wouldn't have nerds. a podcast. What a That's jerk. right. What a jerk face. But anywho, um, apparently they have screened the film. Here's what the reshoots are going to entail. Todd, don't you go anywhere. Here's what the reshoots are going to tell. I'm calling it now. All of the Donnie Yen scenes, they're just going to add a lightsaber to it. Yeah. What? They, they probably show that movie to a test audience. So like, so. why does Donnie Yen not have a lightsaber? So they're going to redo all the scenes where he has a lightsaber now. No, they're going to just CG I'm Forrest just Whitaker's eye to look straightforward. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. Wow. That was, that was a bit harsh. <laughs> It wasn't Jeez. harsh. It was a bit harsh. He does have a weird eye, man. Didn't I, you see Ghost Dog? I agree, right? <laughs> have you seen Latin any movie. Scotland? I'm sorry. Not Ghost Dog. Traffic? That's Samurai Dog, sir. Actually, it is Ghost Dog. Oh, it's Ghost Dog. Okay. It's Ghost Dog, okay. way of the Samurai. You're thinking of the hot dog stand Samurai Dog. <laughs> okay, that's Oh, no, wait, that's Sumo Pup. That's Sumo Pup. Hey, you're stupid, man. <laughs> I think we all stupid, man. <laughs> All I right. didn't say anything. All right. According to the Hollywood <laughs> Reporter, they <laughs> no. said here's the, what's issue. Here's what's at issue with um, uh, with uh, Rogue One. bv 8s not in it. Okay. And here's what I want to know from you guys. They say that they they screened right. it. They said that right. uh, Rogue One was too dark. They say that they, they, it doesn't meet the standards of Force Awakens. Which is strange because they had no problem selling it that way in the trailer. Nope. They did not. They had no problem selling the tone of that film the way it was. It's an alarm going off. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. They, they, they want to, they want to bring it back up to. They want to bring some humor into the story. I thought the whole point was not. This wasn't an episode. This wasn't episode eight. Because nothing's funnier than a bunch of people trying to get the plans to the Death Star. Right. Right. For which many Bothans died. Well, according to Mon Mothma. See, this is why. This is what I think, and I've been kind of saying it for quite a while on the pod is that Marvel and how they handle we're really going to have a conversation about food mill of this aren't we <laughs> but um, uh, the way the Marvel films are done seems to be the way all franchises are handled now and there's a constant desire of there to be humor in everything and it underplays the current of what the stakes should be in a movie and okay. I've said it a hundred times yeah you know. After a while, all the franchises are going to look the same. Like You always have to have, instead of an action beat, you have to have a comedic beat every five minutes or so because you don't want the fans to get it all up in it like, oh my god, it's getting too tense. And, uh, you know, Star Wars, I would never call very funny, at least not the original three. Okay. So well, no, sure. there are definitely moments of humor in those movies. But they right. weren't comedy but, moments. Right, they're not, they're, they weren't intentionally like No, the I fall. think there was C- C-3PO and Chewie, they but had their comic comedy relief. Moments. Yeah, comedy moments. They're, it's levity that came out of intense situations. There's a difference. No, there's no, a there's straight up slapstickish moments between R2 and C-3PO. Such as? Like, don't do this to me right now because I don't have the specific <laughs> example, but... 
Are you I talking about that. when R2D2 gets shot? He goes shooting across the, 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 you know, he goes shooting across the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't call that a slapsticky moment. But that's not the one I'm thinking about. There are other moments, such as. Look, I can sit and watch the VHS and pick them out one by one. But I'm just telling you, there are moments where they are straight up funny. It's not a very, it's not all serious. These movies, in my eyes, those films are all about levity. It's about comedic moments that come out of tense situations. About about half of Han's lines are all comedic. Yeah, but here's the thing: not not played for comedy. But but you guys are making you guys are missing the point here. Rogue One, Rogue One is not an episode movie, so why does yeah. it have to follow the same? Yeah, they could set any tone they want. Really. Right? Why, why do they have to follow the cadence of the episode movie? That's the one thing I was looking forward to. Star Rogue Wars. One Four, exactly. That's a Star Wars movie that we've never quite seen before. I completely agree. Which would be agree. a complete one eighty from Force Awakens. Yes. I think they're just panicking a little too early. I think they should just let us see it. We might like it. I it's think, not going to fail. That's why I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. It's not going to fail. That's I I think that they should get Josh Trank to do the reshoots. <laughs> Listen, uh, I don't know if you hate us or not, or if you yeah. hate the Star Wars franchise. I'm not sure which one it is. I love you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell Trank to go eat it. Cause, uh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 He can go pout in his trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Don't take it out on Trank just because he made one bad movie. Oh, listen, he made... Well, he only made two movies. You, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to say. What was the bad movie he made? Fantastic Four. Fantastic that's Four. worth like 10,000 bad movies. But <laughs> was really good. Sure. No, I think a lot of people think that Fantastic Four was really, really bad. I think... Other nerds like you. Yeah. Josh Trank was originally going to get episode two, right? Yeah. No, and he was supposed to do Rogue One. Episode five, eight. Uh, Rogue One. Okay, so listen. No, it's episode eight. I think. Hey, I want you guys. I, I'm going to read a quote. Okay, You're supposed to get something. This is this and then is, they saw Fantastic this Four. Is the, and like, this no. is the quote from the source that apparently knows what's going on. Uh, according according to page six, which is uh, part of the New York Post, Rogue One is currently in crisis as Disney's executives are not happy with the current cut of the movie and have scheduled it for four weeks of expensive reshoots starting in July. Page six's source said that Disney feels Edward's efforts have fallen short of Abrams' accomplishments with The Force Awakens and that the studio won't take a back seat and is demanding changes as the movie isn't testing well. So um, So they want Rogue One to feel like A New Hope. Right. That's what I'm afraid of. That's even what I'm more afraid of. I just don't understand why everybody's panicking. I don't. I don't understand this. This is really strange to me. Because they want to make money. No, 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 no. They, they need to make Star sure. Wars. They need another billion. No, but they want to make sure they, make they, money they regardless. more money from this to make it a franchise. No, well, it's already a franchise. Star Wars. It's just Star Wars. It's not going to lose money. I understand that. Yeah, Rogue One. We could shake in your mic. I can hear it. Todd, could shake in your mic. I can hear That larger franchise being able to to capitalize on more and more people being invested. In different characters, right, right. But you know that story ends with him dying, right? Right, right. Here, here's something else that I found. Here's what else I found very offensive. Okay, Uh, Deadline Hollywood. Deadline. uh, I believe it's called Deadline Hollywood. Uh, According to them, they has now heard from its own sources that although Rogue One was shown to Disney executives, it has not been shown to any test audiences. The Force Awakens wasn't shown to any test audiences either. However, Disney executives did feel that the first cut was lacking the edge. That the Force Awakens had, and the story needs to gel. <laughs> what yeah. edge? There the Force no Awakens edge. had an edge. Exactly my point. 
So, so uh, and, and get this. They, this is, Dull is a spoon. Okay. The Hollywood Reporter also reports that, that studio execs felt like Rogue One was tonally off with what a classic Star Wars movie should feel That's like. That's what it's supposed to do. Adding that one source described it as having the feel of a war movie. What the f- it's Wait, a, you almost swore. It, it's a, a <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I th- I I don't need, I don't understand if it's supposed to be a war movie. I it only it was says to be a thing about espionage. I, it only says in the title a Star Wars story. I, you know, I don't think that it's fair to try and say that uh, it should be about war. Okay. This is Maybe the ki- if they had the wars in the stars. That's yeah. right. If they want to lighten the mood. Okay, though, here, yeah. here's then, the kicker. Maybe here's the kicker for me. The, the goal of the reshoots, according to the Hollywood Reporter, is to quote unquote lighten the mood, bring some levity into the story, and restore a sense of fun to the adventure. Oh, yeah, let's man. shoot R two across the room. Oh. So, so, so this is the gonna, movie starts out with the yeah, with the text gonna be crawl, a Christmas special all over, and it goes right into <laughs> right. I just don't understand why why we think that Rogue One has to follow the same cadence as one of the episode movies. We don't. Disney does. I don't know why Disney believes this. That's because everybody because Star Wars because is of super guys popular, like Alika they don't that overhype the Force Awakens. I'm telling you, it's your Whoa, fault. My fault. I, it's guys of your ilk that Whoa, have really? that Whoa. that that have overhyped the Force Awakens. That's the Force a college so, word. So I can have an effect on Disney, but not Fox. I, I think that I no 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 because it's not just your opinion. I think oh, it's the I, opinion okay, of sure. millions yeah, of yeah, other it's people. You people. Yeah. Oh. You Star I Wars people. people. That that just accepted a mediocre Star Wars the movie from a guy named J.J. Abrams. Then words gets to go back and make like Godzilla two or something because apparently he's never going to work with Disney again. Apparently not. So what? Neither is J.J. Abrams. I just don't understand why they would even bother getting Gareth Edwards to be part of this anyway if they didn't want him to be part of the. Uh, part of the process. They knew what kind of director because he was. Because cultivating talent is one thing, but when you're throwing a talent on an assembly line is another. Okay. Gotcha. You can you can pick almost anybody that's got some great new indie flick out there and use their talent and the buzz around them for your film. Right. But you're still making a product. Right. We, we cannot act like it's anything else further than that. As right. much as we want to masquerade under the idea that it's all about art, there can be an element to it, sure. At the end of the day, it's just a product. Well, yeah. Rogue One is a product. All I know is is that it's, it's, it's a Blu-ray on a sh- it's a Blu-ray on a shelf. It's, it's an a beautiful Blu-ray. piece of yeah, artwork, Blu-ray. sir. <laughs> it's a all Blu-ray I, movie Star Wars. All yes. I, all I know <laughs> is is that when all of us sat and when all of us sat and watched a Rogue One trailer, we were all very impressed. And I think the yeah, majority brand of us, new ad uh, uh, We were sitting here, and I think that we all were very excited at how, how much more excited we were about Rogue One than we were Star Wars Episode Seven. All those boffins dying. Oh, it's <laughs> so, gonna be awesome. I rebel. That's right. So even what even even Alika, someone who loved The Force Awakens, uh, and, and people um, have been his ilk. You were re- you. That's right. His ilk. He should start a band, dude. Alika and his ilk. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> But even but even Alika, it's going to be just him. <laughs> Alika would and have to admit, elk. though, it's that because you, it's going to do it to be ironic, <laughs> like your beard. <laughs> yeah, how I grew my beard is an ironic statement on how stupid your beard looks. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is is that we are very excited about Rogue One, and even Alika was excited about was. Rogue One because it was in a very different place and different. But now world. you're blaming it. 
blaming me for it being different, even though I was excited with you guys. I am blaming the I'm blaming the overhype of the Force Awakens. That is what's fueling Disney's need to change this. What if I overhyped episode one? Bring back the original expanded universe. I I think that yeah, well, that would be awesome. Bring back Jar Jar. (laughs) Not not that expanded universe. We we don't talk about that expansion. Yeah, we do not. It doesn't apparently it doesn't even exist. I, I thought uh didn't all the didn't like Jar Jar and his race live on Alderaan? The Gungans? The, no, no, the Gungans lived no, under lived the, the underwater Naboo. and yeah. And uh, did they blow up, and they didn't blow up Naboo either? Naboo did not blow up. Well, that stands. They got to do that soon because we got to get rid of those Gungans. <laughs> Well, that's what the Star Killer base was supposed yeah, to be. Misa don't like your opinion, Todd. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that one of those planets was Naboo in The Force Awakens. No. No. No? no. So there's still Gungans? Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately. Yes. Gungans are canon. Every, everything that yes. Disney's ever done, they still haven't wiped out the Gungans? <laughs> no. Right. And you know how big G- Disney is on genocide. I think that... Uh, oh, my... Wow! I think that <laughs> I think that that's the Walt first Disney. I'm talking about Walt oh, Disney and Greg. Wow, that's amazing. That's insane. I think that that's our that's our first indication that Disney that's isn't doing something good. Wow, wow. That they spared the Gungans. Jeez, the uh, Gungan genocide. I think we should call it. I think we should call the podcast Walt Disney's Gungan genocide. Wow. Uh, I think oh, we I that, like that's that's a runner up. Look, that's a if Rogue up. One fails, we can suggest. Star Wars, a Star Wars story, the Gungan genocide. (laughs) Just do Gungans versus Ewoks. Yeah, Yeah. that's a movie. That's a movie. That That would justify Gungans and Ewoks. And then drop the the awesome witches right in the middle of all of them. Wow. Well, listen, gents. uh, I knew you'd be as angry as I was about Rogue One. I'm very sad to see it be changing. I'm not angry. They're very. I'm very angry. I still want to see what what they very. I mean, truth be told, we don't even know what the reshoots consist of. This is just like yeah, you're just they're expensive reshoots. You're being led around by your nose, Greg. Hey, they're just reshooting the the title crawl. Well, my other point though being that like this is Disney. Why would they allow a story coming out that they're unhappy? It just just sounds like a rumor. That's why they call it a leak. Well, yeah, maybe you're right because they are the happy kingdom. Right, I guess. They are. That's why you spend like a hundred something bucks to get in there. Yeah, apparently. Huh? I'm going there in a month, so don't take away my magic, sir. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, What? I don't know. They they let your kind in there. And when I say Portuguese, right? I meant I meant I meant guys with (laughs) tattoos. I meant what I meant was they don't know the difference over there. They're just gonna think I'm Mexican. Oh, I thought they meant guys with tattoos is what I meant. Huh? Yeah, I didn't know they. That's tattooist. Oh, is that tattoo? Okay, just checking. You can say that. I think. I think you can tattooist. It works. All right, listen. We're gonna move. uh, We're gonna. We're gonna move to the small screen. I've got two subjects. Then I've got. um, Then I've got some Blu-ray and DVD releases and some game releases this week, and then we're out of here. All right. So let's get to two things. Uh, Number one, uh, we didn't have a chance last week to talk about the Flash finale. Um, Did anybody watch it other than format? Though (laughs) I watched it. Did you? And. How was it? Was it good? <laughs> Format's groaning. <laughs> was it the Court of Owls on Gotham? <laughs> Nobody can. Well, hear. Nobody can hear. No, it talk. was cool. It was. It was. It was a very good episode. Uh, a lot of things came to a close. But we're getting Flashpoint Paradox. Is that what we're getting? Pretty much, yeah. Because uh, I don't know how this happened, but we spent. The entire first season and about half of the second season 
like cementing the idea that going back in time to save his mom was a very, very bad idea. Right. And then he just goes and does it. And then at the end of this season... He just has a temper tantrum. He's like, I'm going to do it. Uh. But it wasn't even set up like that. Remember, he got everything he wanted. Sure, his dad died. Spoilers. Um, But he was just kicking back with uh, Iris, and Iris was like, oh... You know, maybe we should try this thing out. You know, this thing between you and me. And he's like, oh, you know, I finally have everything that I want. And then she walks back into the house and he's like, which is why I'm so sorry. And he speeds off. Wow. To go save his mom. And it's like, what? Why? What? What just? Well, the thing is, I can understand. To me, he was still in the midst of the emotions from losing his dad and getting the reveal of Earth One, Jay Garrick. So obviously he did not take the advice of Doc Brown, um, and don't touch anything. That's right. He did not. He did not. He did not heed the advice, and he's headed back no, to no. the past to save his mom. He hit up all those jigglebots. He did. Did he also take the uh, Gray Sports Almanac as well? Oh yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Oh, Spoilers. Yeah, Sorry. Did. Sorry. Wait, that movie's been out since 1985. Yes, it has since okay. 1985. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, and no one can hear you, Todd. Yeah. Anyway, except what? us. <laughs> Way to go, Todd. Way to talk louder. Way to go, Todd. There's a, there's a mic over there. Talk louder, but you're tall. All right, so The Flash. Now that you have the mic, now talk louder. So what was that? What were you saying? <laughs> so what were you saying? Oh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Todd, are we, Todd and his ilk. Are we, Spoilers. Are we, are we okay with where it's going, or is this something that was unexpected? I don't like it. I don't like it because it feels tacked on. It feels like uh, all the people that wanted Flashpoint to happen in the first season it's happening. and didn't get it grumbled enough to the, where the studio was like, you know, what, we'll just throw it at him. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about I mean, what about the Flash movie? I think that there was so many things that were thrown about for the Flash movie that the only thing that may have been left over for the TV show was the Flashpoint paradox mm, because they're going to use other they're going to use other storylines. They are walking through a lot of the main uh, and they've made mention lines. because <coughs> like I know they, the the characters, well, the the actors <coughs> and actresses from uh, Arrow had said that they were going to do their the spin s- on Suicide Squad. And that got, and got canned because the movie yeah. got made. Yeah. <coughs> right. They ended up uh, apparently because I don't follow Arrow them as as much as. Well, it's not so. Arrow anymore. It's right. Felicity and Friends. That's what I. Well, the thing I about exactly Suicide heard. Squad is it's been so many different groups of people right, too. Exactly. Right. So they wouldn't be wrong in calling themselves Suicide Squad either. And I, I keep hearing they keep killing off characters to avoid this whole Suicide Squad thing. To yeah. Happen. That's what <laughs> yeah. I hear. Um, so anyway, are we okay? So we're not okay with Flashpoint. Par- or the Flashpoint I, Flashpoint I'm Par- okay with it. Like I, the thing is the. It may be a little hackneyed. Like, I, I listen to Format's critiques, and I appreciate, like, he's very knowledgeable about the storylines that they're actually feeding from. But just as a general comic fan, I'm, I'm not a big Flash reader. And just watching it and let them, they, they march through the t- um, storylines that I know exist. Like, mm-hmm. the reverse Flash was the whole first season. Professor Zoom was this whole season mm-hmm. with also opening up the 52 voids or whatever the... Well, if we're going hey, to get Flashpoint Paradox, are we going to get a Thomas Wayne Batman? Well, I'm hoping... I'm, <laughs> right. And that, would the, the thing, that would be crazy. Though, that would be crazy. The thing about that, though, is that they wouldn't and apply a Martha it Wayne to Batman. Joker. They would apply it to Arrow. That would be cool. Yeah. That because might be cool. Because Arrow in the in the CW-verse is, is Batman, mm-hmm. essentially. Do you think that they try to tie it... Tied in with Supergirl too. I'm gonna, hoping they're going to have to. The other shows. They're going to have to. I mean, if they all exist in the same. Well, without, the without the Flash, the there's no Captain Cold. Yes, the there's no Heat Wave. There's no. There's no Firestorm. Yeah. All of those characters are affected by yeah. him going back in time. Yeah. Um, Supergirl. I hope it affects her. I hope they they uh, that the whole going back in time affects Arrow. 
I hope they well, bring back Constantine. They, they tease Justice Society, God, too, please. so it's like they've got a yeah. lot of different directions to go yeah. in. I mean, uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. That's, yeah. I don't know. That, if, that show should kind of wind its way down already. But the thing is, with Flash going back in time, that affects like half of that cast. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, they already got rid of Captain Cold, right? So he's gone. Right. Maybe. He went back in time, so none of that I was going to say, the only, thing worth, <laughs> the only thing worth watching on that show is oh, Captain time. Cold and Heat Wave. All right, so this whole time travel thing could affect the entire CWDC mm-hmm. universe. But more I important, hope, I hope they let it affect the whole. It CW. has to. It yeah. should. And more including important, Supergirl. right? And more, Supergirl. and more importantly, I have found Coffee out something too. that I, we, yeah. have, we or like, I have found out. Pushes the age up, and now Bruce Wayne's <laughs> right. Batman in that show. That's very that interesting. Be cool. I found out even something more important uh, that I that that uh, in this conversation that I believe that Todd has I think has said. Uh, I don't. I don't. I try not to say anything important. Alika is the biggest. Marvel and DC apologist I've ever heard in my life. Oh, what? really? <laughs> Total apologist. Really? <laughs> yeah, DC can stand on like, like formats. DC. Formats like, man, I don't like the direction this is going, but you're like, yeah. you know, well, I'm gonna just DC. shut off my mic and For, stuff as far aside, as the yeah. show goes. As far as the show goes, I really, they're fine. You know, they get the leeway because they've done enough good. You know, this is the opposite of what Fox X-Men is to me. Fox X-Men has done no good, so they get zero leeway from me. I know, and like that Flash, the Flash, is done that Flash costume me. is totally canon to the comic book. He it looks just like... Red leather suit when he goes yeah, it's, it's totally fine. I wish totally it was a brighter fine. red, though. Yeah. Seriously. Well, I That's mean... the only thing that can make the show better, is if it was brighter red. You know how many more millions of viewers that show would get? If oh, that my God. Costume was they would let they, just they would triple... Triple. Whatever that they make. That show would be like That's The right. Simpsons the last 30 seasons. <laughs> it was you know what The Simpsons need? The Simpsons need to be a brighter yellow. That's right. yeah. <laughs> They look a little jaundice, as they said in Family Guy. Uh, well, I think Barry needs the yellow boots. Like, he doesn't have yellow boots. Why doesn't he have yellow boots? I agree. I don't. I mean, that's why I. Too fast to see him. I mean, sure, they do like Gorilla Grodd, and like they got like cool stories, and the characters are well acted, but the costumes, like it's it's the show is total. So they would make the, triple just to go on the record. On the record, I, I was not complaining about the costume of Flash. I thought I like the costume. No, of Flash. we are. That's yeah, the point. We are. We are. But you're doing it to make fun of me. <laughs> yeah, we are. Of course. Dicks. <laughs> Richards. <laughs> That's true, we are. Richards. Um, all right. That was very funny. I still think they'd make triple if they if they went that direction. 30%. Triple viewer, what? I'm not sure. Viewership, they'd 30%. Make triple of it. I'm, looking, I'm looking at this cover of Flash right here, and I don't think uh, the original Flash costume ever, the Jay Garrick costume with the helmet and the brim, I don't think <laughs> he ever the wore that. They had the helmet. Hmm. <laughs> Did they have the Buccaneer boots? <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He yeah. did. Yeah. No, yeah. he did. Yeah, that's okay. crazy. All right. All right. No, I'm Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, Speed me too. Force. Speed Force. <laughs> Speed Force. See, that's everybody's answer. For everything. The Force. It's, it's it's actually it's like centripetal force. You know, you're, you're running so fast it stays on his head. Yes, wow. exactly. Well, as fast as he goes, true, but it I was gonna say it sounds good. it sounds good. I was gonna say because <laughs> if he's going that fast, that right? that metal should just be sh- just so shave his head open. But okay. anywho, listen. Yeah. Are we gonna? That's what, that's what Gotham means. If too. that Gotham. helmet was shinier, they'd make triple of whatever they make. 
I don't know. I don't if know you what could it see is the camera making, reflection in the helmet. helmet, yes, like it was that chrome, awesome. uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or like in Gotham, like just style. Bruce, you Lee hear that flash? Shine your helmet. Shine your helmet. There's the name of the podcast. Shine your helmet, folks. Well, listen. I think we've done. I'm gonna go home. I think we've done lambasted Alika's costume theory. Oh, I can have a helmet at home. All right, one Such judgment in here. All right, moving on. Right. One more, one more television show Innocent. before one more TV show before we get out of here. Um, we finally all got to see Preacher tonight. The premiere oh, yeah. of Preacher. So oh, the yeah. Preacher. Did you? Okay. You missed out. It's a good time. Um, okay, so good. shut your lips. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, they didn't <laughs> shut your Tupac lips. <laughs> shut your Tupac lips. That's good. That should be the name of the podcast. Shut your Tupacalypse. Shut your Tupacalypse. That's good. You know, That's I don't it. know if the ladies would be down for that, because I don't know if they'll catch the joke. <laughs> I don't know if they would either. I, I actually, but now we're on record talking about it. It's like, this doesn't make a difference. talking about it, I'd prefer them not to close their Tupacalypse. Yeah, I think we should, we should, say, we should call it Spread Their Tupacalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we were Give G-rated? <laughs> I don't think we were ever G-rated, but there <laughs> Remember Todd, when you were actually you missed, you missed <laughs> killing me, Todd? You missed what? Wait, I mean, what did I say? What did I say? Yeah, Big C just said something very profound. He just said uh, two taco lips. <laughs> right. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't as profound as I thought. <laughs> right. Right. Well, listen. Um, I said I'd rat on him. Uh, another comic book. Pro- oh, <laughs> Let's get back on track here. Another. Another right, preacher. Right. Another right. comic book property. Another comic book property has uh, has hit AMC. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have uh, adapted Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon's uh, uh, spectacular Enos. Enos. Excuse me, I always call him Ennis. It is Ennis. Hey, it's Ennis <laughs> you're being a real Enos right you're now. You're an Enos. <laughs> yeah, you're Enos. Oh, you're Enos. God, that's hilarious. You're being uh, a real arse face. That's right. Uh, they're a profoundly great uh, comic book uh, preacher, uh, starring Dominic Cooper. Uh, right. Tony Stark's dad. Yeah, yeah. He plays. Uh, he's going to play uh, in the Warcraft movie as well. Uh, and, let's uh, just really quickly. Uh, what did everybody think? Excellent. Excellent. I declare it to be awesome. Awesome. Okay. Format. Yes. Awesome. O S I M. Awesome. Okay. C. It took me a couple times to watch it at mm-hmm. first, and then I appreciated watching it like three times. Cool. It's okay. not for the feeble mind. Uh, Gannon, what do you <laughs> think? Can, can I say <laughs> just a few words about it? Because everybody else is giving Yeah, go ahead, man. Go, go, go ahead. Go right ahead. Uh, We've got all the time in the world. They captured you. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, Black boy. They they captured the tone of the comic very well, which is what I was worried about. I didn't. I wasn't too sure if the comic would translate to a TV show very well. Mm-hmm. It's it it plays serious, but it has its funny moments at the same time. It does. It's nice to see the show. It takes some leeway with exactly how the book starts off. Mm-hmm. Certain, like certain characters appear a little bit earlier in the show. I mean, right up in the first episode, our space shows up, and he does not show up that early in the book. But um, spoilers. If you can read the book. That's not even a spoiler. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought... It, I, I thought it was... I thought they captured the tone of it well. Here's, I agree. Here's, but what's interesting about it is that they managed to get through that whole that whole pilot without ever telling you exactly what it is that got to them. Right. Or what's going they on. They gave a very strong hint, but you have right. zero idea what, what the background of what's happening. And so that is the only thing that worried me. Uh, because I think that if the rumors are true... About them changing uh, what this is, 
I think it'd be detrimental to the series. Well, you were saying, Format, that you've heard otherwise. That mm-hmm. even though there was a rumor that it was going to be an alien background, right. it's right. not anymore. Right. So, so that's not happening. Okay. As far as I know. Okay, yeah. that, that sounds a lot better. I think where it opens up with that thing flying uh, through space might be where people put that, that idea right. together, but... I mean that could you know that could be for me. What an awesome opening scene, by the way. It was like very it was strangely lo-fi, but CG at the I same thought time. That was cool. it, it's I, funny because the, the style they filmed it in. Yeah, they they actually interviewed uh, Seth Rogen and uh, they asked him about that opening scene, and he said that uh, at first they were going to use practical effects, and then they found out that it's actually cheaper to do it in CGI. So they took it to like a Korean-based uh, and degraded uh, it. And and told them we want lo-fi '80s like terrible sci-fi, and they're like, "Oh, you mean like this? Like no, worse than that." <laughs> it's kind of cool it, though. It needs it, to it, look really, te- really, is. really bad. Well, what I like about it is that it sets the tone of the show pretty well. Right, exactly. Because you have zero For idea sure. what's going on, and it kind of plays you know tonally with with, with your perception. Of what I, kind of show I it is. do like I do like the hints at the comic, the way they do the transitions between scenes. They pay homage a little bit to the comics. In that they respect. balance a lot of characters and a lot of setup in one episode. Yeah, yeah. And, without and, ever telling you what's happening. And for yet. that, mm-hmm. for that, I do appreciate that. I hope it sticks with what it's. It, a, for me, it's a stronger first episode than the first Walking Dead episode was. I would agree. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Fair to say, yeah. I'd agree with that too. I it's think a, you're right. Although this was a very, very strong episode. Eh? There's, totally there's agree. a lot of meat on the yeah. bone with this episode. That's why with Walking Dead, it's just a guy wakes up. There's some stuff that happened to him. The right. other zombies. That's all you get no, out of the Walking no, Dead. No, because pilot. by the end of Preacher, there is there is an interesting thing that happens where they have inve- you have invested your time into several different characters from Tulip to Cassidy to Jesse Custer. Um, and you really uh, and well, our, that's the thing and, is and our space for that matter. Well, no, but and that, that's, that's what I'm and, saying. And about this. And, yeah, yeah, there yeah. are a lot of these characters that you like, but basically, what this show and I, I, I didn't read the comic or anything. What the show seemed like shame on you is four four creatures or entities converging on each other, which is the screaming baby entity through space, mm-hmm. um, Jesse Custer, mm-hmm. uh, Tulip, and. Uh, Cassidy. And Cassidy. Yep. And they're all these crazy energetic entities that are all converging on this one town. Mm-hmm. Although, too, like, you know, I'm, the thing is, I wish I had read the comics so I would understand some of their uh, relationships a little better. You do own a comic book store, right? I, I <laughs> You know, the book is, like, right there, right? Like, the book is right there. Where is it? You oh can actually God. read it in your own store. Right, you right. Take it you. you do. You sell it here, yes? <laughs> Yes, it, and you don't even have to you know, buy no it. Gonna hold it against you. Hey, is it, it is it still twenty percent Tuesday? Because I'll, no. I'll buy no, that dude, with that. No, dude, it's Wednesday already. Oh, man. Wednesday. Well, all all I you know. You wait till next week. All I know is is that Actually, preacher. I don't think know. No, if, <laughs> no. It's Wednesday. If there is any indication. <laughs> If they stick to what they've done here, I think there's a lot of promise because Definitely. there was enough. There was enough. There was enough. Uh, uh, there was enough violence. There was enough uh, humor. No, man, I don't there know. Was, there was. There, there should have been more bones broke through the skin of somebody's arm. <laughs> the violence think, was cartoonish enough. Yes. Yes. Yet real enough. Yes. Yeah. It um, plays well for the series. It's really. very Tarantino kind of tone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Al- almost, I would almost say it's even a little Exaggerated, more Exaggerated, bloody, than and gory, but still a little real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I wanted to see more entrails. Happening. Entrails? Yeah, entrails. When Cassidy splattered. <laughs> entrails. Entrails. Well, look. Happy I have entrails. something to say about the Preacher premiere that I don't know if you guys got to see it. Uh-huh. If they re-aired it. What? There was a, the premiere showing had a commercial um, in the middle 
with Seth Rogen for Sausage Party, <laughs> in, oh, which, yeah, right. in which he imitates the Walt Disney style. Yes, I've seen it. You saw that commercial? I saw the YouTube. No, I saw the YouTube of it, yes. I, I mean, I thought that commercial was genius. I, I, I think I, I think it's because I'm getting older and my sensibilities. I but it was like, like I was sentiment. I was sentimental because I was like, yes, yeah, somebody remembers, right. you know, Wonderful World of Disney, where you'd have creepy old Uncle Walt walking through the studio, <laughs> you know, picking apart the animators, oh. like, well, welcome to my studio, and uh, here was with his frozen Mouse. head and everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm uh, I am not on board with Sausage Party. I think it's gonna. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm actually. I'm I think that you kind of have a sausage party every week. It's just true. when you have it out. Every Tuesday here, it. it's called the Nerd Maui Watch. Comics that's why the Nerd Watch is that other Here's word. my problem. I think I walked right into that. Yeah, you so, did. Yeah, yeah, you right. did. Yeah. You walked right into a sausage party. <laughs> you made <laughs> a into a sausage party. So, so, you, yeah. I am sausage You ever walk, ran backwards through a cornfield? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an idiot. <laughs> um, that's uh, the name that's of the podcast. We've <laughs> got it on tape at least, hey, so we're going to come back that's to gonna it. That's going to be my We're going to round out into that. Yeah, that's gonna, gonna, <laughs> it's going to be a no, test. No, but Preacher was good. It, yeah. it was a solid awesome. show. Overall, it was a solid I show. I can hardly wait for the next episode. You know, yeah. you know what? I June would, 5th. I wish, oh, I wish yeah. Seth Rogen and Evan, uh, what's his face? Goldberg. 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 Yeah, Goldberg. I wish they would like write another superhero you know, like they did Green Hornet party. or something. Like they. Well, maybe if you went back in time to 2007. <laughs> I know, and it saved his mom. Or 2010. 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that soon? Uh, that, that's that's to me the real. And if you go to Arby's, you get the preacher Well, I think pre. I think uh, preacher's I'm off sorry. to a very good start. I think it did a great job in, in establishing. A, yeah, not well just, done. Yeah, well done. They didn't just establish good characters; they've also established a mood, and that was very interesting because it's not just it's not just funny. It's uh, it's 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 a little gothic. It's very it's a little dark. It's comical. Not as dark as I thought it would be. No, from, no, no. I what I've seen of the comic. I'll be honest with you. It'll get there. No, it'll, no, it, dude. Yeah, it's, it's like g- that last scene with the guy who opened his heart to his it, mother. It'll get there. That yeah, was it, pretty dark. It, 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 it Spoiler! When you find out how our <laughs> space looks like that. <laughs> yeah, that too. Although well, he's, the history, when you his appearance out, is not as shocking as it is in the comic. Yeah, but wait, do you yeah, know is. why he looks like that? Uh, uh, we all know why he looks like that. If, no, I I've read, I've read that. Uh, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. uh, Charles hasn't. So. Uh, vacuum cleaner accident. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Let's, That's we'll why leave, he has such a big We'll leave hog. it at that. Yeah. yeah, we'll leave it at that. I would tell you what it tastes like, but you never eat calamari again. Wow. Wow. Well, I don't already, so go ahead and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, t- it tastes like calamari. Wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Don't want any now. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, listen, gents. Uh, to, uh, just wanna, to a cornfield. I just want to let you guys know uh, Preacher was good. Uh, comes on this Sunday, uh, June Rush. 5th. You're going to want to check it out. Um, last two things before we get out of here. First off, it is Blu-ray Tuesday. Uh, that means we got on Blu-ray today uh, Gods of Egypt, finally. Oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a, I can't the white wait. gods of Egypt. First of all, finally arriveth on DVD. First of all, I, I, I can't wait till I can't wait till I can get that and put it next to my Fantastic Four DVD. Right. I, all I know is I'm putting it right next to my Stargate. I do DVD. not appreciate your tone, it's uh, the same Alika, thing. Uh, because well, how do you know? How well, do you how do you know that? 
the God's of Egypt be white? How do you Who know? Else is going to enslave all those? Well, first people? of all, what what your what your <laughs> hey, ignorance is? You're saying, here. I mean, it's like you're it's like you're taking offense to Look, preacher being a like white guy. All I know is God of Egypt. Is that well? I could. None of you. None of you are 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 taking into account that Gerard Butler and guys that are in this movie identify as Egyptian. Oh. So if that's if so it's o- if it's okay it to weren't, weren't they, they just correct. Spartans? So it doesn't matter what bathroom they use. If it, if it doesn't matter what uh, how they identify sexually or gender wise, I think it's okay that they identify as Egyptian. Okay. Again, why is it only this movie that everybody's going to open arms about? It? I don't it's know. not the it's first not just time this movie. that it's been a bunch of British people or Caucasian people playing characters that are from Look, Egypt or anyplace else that's not where Caucasians Right, were. right, right. All I have to say is Jesus I, was not white. I owe a debt of gratitude. Why do all Romans Look, have English accents? Jesus is black, clearly. Everybody knows that Jesus is Ewan McGregor. <laughs> actually, if you want to take it a step further, the Aryans weren't even white. That's right. They were not. The Aryans no. were actually just lighter skinned than the They were Aryans. Aryan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ari- Aryan in it all? Yeah, yeah. I thought that they were Caucasian. <laughs> Caucasian. All the way from Caucasian. 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 pronounced the Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, listen. I that, apologize, uh, audience. I apologize for the last month. That movie is out on Blu-ray today. I can't I wait know, to watch it. I'm very excited I to see it. The vapors. Um, the self will rise again. <laughs> I wonder if Gods of Egypt is the God's most illegally downloaded movie of all time for people that don't want to spend money on it, but are mm-hmm. very curious about how bad it is. I have talked to people that have seen it, and they say it's very enjoyable. They paid money to see it. Yeah, they yeah. said it was so enjoyable. They regret spending money. Then. <laughs> yeah, and yet Fantastic Four was such a huge flop. I and they said the Gods of Egypt was a fun movie. I'm very, I'm very interested. It looks, now. it looks very action. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks super but fun. It looks yeah. visually interesting. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. So, I'm mean, very Stargate-ish. Proyas, very, very Stargate. Alex Proyas. Alex Proyas. Um, so it's hard to it's hard to deny it's hard to director deny. Director of Dark City and the Crow. And the Crow. And not only that, he's also the dar- he's also the director of of Knowing with Nicolas Cage. And yeah. Dark City so and again, the Crow. Directed the Crow and Dark City. <laughs> right. So again, Dark City and the Crow. Yeah. You're absolutely right. The Dark City. Two great movies. movies. Made. Yeah. Well, two great. They can't movies. all be winners. That's right. They can't all be winners. But they can be Dark City and the Crow. <laughs> That's right. Uh, also for you, which are <laughs> movies that he's directed. That's right. Yeah. George Lucas made more American Graffiti. Nobody, nobody saw that. No, he didn't direct it though. Didn't he? No, he didn't. He sure? didn't direct yeah, Dark City and the Crow either. Yeah. Though. He didn't, he didn't direct those. No, he did not. Because <laughs> uh, if he did, there would have been a lot of. Uh, <laughs> George Lucas is responsible for writing one of my favorite movies called Radio Land Murders. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to go Dark City. No. <laughs> George Lucas actually wrote Dark City. <laughs> no, uh, it's so by, good. By After way, he read a draft of the Wachowski, it's really Spanger. just Star Wars minus lightsaber. <laughs> that's right. Dark City, the same yeah. thing. <laughs> When I oh, when, yeah. when I pick it up, when I pick oh, it's up, it's Dark City. When I pick Before up God's, the interwebs, when so I pick up no Gods majors. of Egypt and I watch it, I'll let you guys know what I thought. It's okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks. He's gonna You're come back and be like, "Oh, it's genius. It's genius." Yeah, we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna read it. Also, for you game <laughs> for uh, for all you gamers out there, wait, wait, let wait, you hang know on. what it's Blu-ray choosing. That's the only movie. Pretty much. Out for Blu-ray? Well, yeah. I mean, I can give There's you. There's gotta be more than. I was gonna say there has to be some. We have else. such a varied audience nowadays. <laughs> Are you Those sure? Is not big enough for you? <laughs> I know, right? The white gods of Egypt. <laughs> well, it's no Dark City. Oh, uh, uh, it's not Dark City. The crow. I take it back. We there is one more that's right, actually a, there's actually what two more it? of consequence. Number one is Zoolander. Number two, 
Um, Toolander. So somebody's going to see it finally. Yeah, somebody. Tupacalypse. Uh, also, uh, there is another film that comes out on Blu-ray today, and that's uh, Triple Nine. That's that. Huh? Uh, Ooh, that's yeah, a movie star. That was a directly received movie. Yeah, John what Hillcoat, the guy who did the crazy all-star cast. Yeah, it does. It's directed oh. by the guy who did Lawless, and also he did a great Anthony western called movie, right? uh, The Proposition. Uh, very Falcon? good. Uh, very good I'm western. Sure, right? Who? Anthony Mackie. Isn't there a bunch of like crazy Falcon. black guys? Is that what you're going to say? Not black crazy guys. black guys. Is that what you're going to say, Alika? He was an eight mile. Jeez, you're such a racist bastard, man. Wrong with is that you. the same as Dark No, it is. Anthony yeah. Mackey's in it, and along Bro? with Casey Affleck is in yeah, it. Casey I believe Affleck. Woody Harrelson is, is in it. What is this movie about? Triple Nine is apparently about... It's like a cop drama. Yeah, thing. it's a cop... It's, it's oh, got, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember this. Yeah. And, and they have the red... They have Underwater... The, no, not underwater. Undercover um, espionage things where cops are crooked, but they're straight. Right. And they're and they knocking have, off <laughs> trucks right. that have money, but don't right, have right. money... Traveling on roads. Sound like you're a Rick and Morty commercial for this cartoon. Red, this movie. right, right, right. And there's a bunch of red smoke in a world <laughs> with a van and brothers <laughs> with tomatoes. <laughs> That's Rick and Morty. That's not Morty. Yeah, the yeah, movie. yeah. Oh, you know what came out on digital DVD? Uh, no, digital, uh, digital HD. Didn't have a chance to watch. Uh, London H- has fallen. The sequel D- to uh, Olympus has fallen. Right. It's okay. No? It's okay. It's I all right. I watched that with you. Things okay. are falling. You liked it. I liked it. London fell. Mm-hmm. I didn't love London it. London has fallen. London. Oh! London has fallen. Fallen. Man, I'm, I'm glad you had me check. Because there is another film that came out today on Blu-ray that may be good for this audience. Uh, Pride, Prejudice, Why don't you and Zombies. Just read the whole list. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Is that on Blu-ray today? I never saw it. I did not. Went to see I read the book. The book is fun. I read the book. No you know what looks but good, though? Pride and Prejudice and Zombies just Pride and Prejudice and they added in Chadwick and Zombies? So no, no, no. no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. It was actually rewritten with Jan, uh, Jane Austen's prose, and they and what they ended up doing was re. They, so they it's had, Jane Austen's book, but with zombies, the real book and added chapters of zombies. No, no, they didn't. They they actually changed. They, they changed some of the. They changed some of the um, zombies, Morty. Uh, the conversations to go along with that zombie theme. They did keep the the spirit of Jane Austen in it. It's actually written by Graham. Smith, the guy I believe who directed this movie. Man. The guy that almost, Seth Graham Smith, the guy that almost directed The Flash. No, that's him. That's who the guy. So that's out on Blu-ray today as well. And then finally, for all you gamers out there, there isn't there isn't very much going on. Uh, gamers, sorry, gamers. Just read the list, Morty. Uh, there's only one. <laughs> there's only one big thing coming out today, and that is a remastered version of. Dead Island and Dead Island Riptide, and that's in a two uh, two uh, two game set, and that's the only thing that's coming out that's of any consequence. In because other words, he didn't need to bring this part out, right? No, <laughs> I did because that's a great that's a great game. Those are two great games, a lot of fun. It was a great so, game when uh, they're remastered and they're for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Cool. So I am checking them out for sure, and that's Check it because everybody's too busy. Hot uh, dog. Everybody's too too busy playing Overwatch. Oh. That's- and Absolutely by the way, correct. speaking of games that you might be interested in, they're remastering um, Tetris, uh, Arkham Asylum, <laughs> and they're remastering Arkham City. Not until July. Yeah, not till July. <laughs> but they're remastering them for uh, the new they consoles. They actually do look like a, a, it looks like more, more than just a graphics upgrade too. Yeah. They actually went in and remade the games for the 
TMNT Mutants in Manhattan is coming closer to getting released. It is, it is coming closer to get released, but I've also heard that it is um, a mediocre. bad game. Yeah, that's what I heard. I don't care. I'm going to play it anyway. I don't know how they can mess it up, though. I mean, yeah. the formula... It's an open-world Ninja Turtles game. How could it be right. bad? I heard it's not an open-world Ninja Turtles game. I thought it was supposed to be open-world. No. As long as the underwater level sucks, I'm in. <laughs> as long as the seaweed's electrified... Wow. And I've only got two Wait, minutes to disarm eight bombs. In real life is not electrified. That's why I don't touch it anymore. Wow. Yeah. After that, you're like, whoa. I After the that. one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, next week, speaking of turtles, we'll have a lot to talk about. We'll give a, give you our reviews of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Um, it has, uh, from my understanding... Can I, I give my star rating right now? No. Well, no, no, go ahead. What, what do you have a star rating? I'm gonna give it a one. Wow. Yeah, well, here is what here is don't what here is what the buzz is. I'm gonna give it. I'll an give you a little bit. Of the don't buzz. be too hopeful. Here, but no, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Here's the buzz, and this is actually coming from people that have actually seen it because they saw they had test screenings of the it. The people that they paid to say they about said it. that according to what is being reported is that this is a this is a '90s tribute to the cartoons. That's what they said. Well, I've seen the trailer where they say, for the fans, well, Bebop, Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. So it's just, they made it just yeah. to... But one thing I happy. didn't see on the commercials <laughs> is Splinter still greasy <laughs> AF? <laughs> he was disgusting. What does AF mean? As oh, I think you know. <laughs> I see it all the time on Facebook. What does AF mean? As... Air freshener? Yes. yes. Yeah. Air freshener. <laughs> Air freshener. So when somebody texts me on, on, on Facebook or something like that, that's like, this guy is sketchy at Air freshener. Wow, yeah, so there it is. That's that's really weird. It's a it's a new scent from Febreze. <laughs> I'm being a dumb air freshener. That's right, you are. So uh, it's please, a new scent from Febreze. So please, uh, ladies and gentlemen, join us uh, this Thursday, five o'clock, Maui Mall Megaplex. The Nerd Watch will be there. It's tropical air freshener. It is. Uh, uh, do we have trivia? Do we have giveaways? Uh, we got trivia giveaways. Yeah. I don't know if I have any free. Because we don't have any like free stuff that yeah. the stuff comes in. So uh, are we going to have art and or sketches? Get a ticket. For a uh, turtle? It's a license yeah. property. We're going to give away an NES property. Here's what I want you to do, Tal. What I want you to do is do a sketch of, of the of the turtles. He's and Spider-Man. Do, he's only going to do it. If he does, he's just going to do it Eastman and Laird style. I know. And then what I want you to do Can you is, do a sketch I with the turtles you, right. and Spider-Man? And then I want a painstaking <laughs> signature that looks exactly like Eastman's. Okay, can we do that? See, no. now that you said it, all he's going to do is draw a really awesome picture of the Ninja Turtles and just sign Robert Kirkman. <laughs> I'm, with my left hand. Yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it, but they're gonna be like wearing like, like gag out, like. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, and so they're like gonna a be dominatrix. Ch- yeah, and they're gonna be chained up to the Nickelodeon sign behind them. Oh, are they gonna be hanging from hooks? <laughs> yeah. So Todd, just know. Just know wow. that there will be there will be kids in the audience. Okay. So just so, you know, so so them only, down. Okay. Only one I'm of gonna, them wear the Hellraiser mask. I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna draw graphic genitalia on the turtles. Then <laughs> <laughs> they're all Raphael's female. It's all graphic too. <laughs> just remove the shells. Yeah. So I know I know that you have a disdain for where the turtles are now, but you, what you have to do stop shaking it because I can hear it. Um, what you have to do is play a little bit into Alika's uh, uh, fanaticism about the series a little bit. So get a little enjoyment out of the out of the uh, out of the drawing, and we haven't given away a drawing of Todd's I'm, in the last three screen screen premieres. I'm gonna do it, but I'm I'm not gonna do it with the original costume. Well, let's not overload that. We got Ghostbusters. I, did, I was I was I didn't realize the turtles. Had original costumes. Yeah, you know. I didn't know. Yeah, they all had red bandanas. Oh, is that what they were? 
<laughs> I'm not going to draw that. Uh, actually, to be fair, they didn't have any color bandanas. <laughs> well, because it was black and white. It was black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Did they describe them in the book? No. The yeah, 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 yeah. When they colored the books later, they were all red. They were red, yeah, <laughs> later when they colored the books. Yeah, the coloring was for the cartoon, right? Yeah, when the cartoon first came out. So you could tell um, the difference between them. Right. Oh, well, I'm glad that you didn't correct me because... I don't want to correct you. I just want to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I, we start talking about Ninja Turtles, they start getting happy, and then you start talking. <laughs> and dark clouds gather around. That is awesome. Brain. So awesome. And I just want to thunder punch you in the mouth. <laughs> And then while you're on the ground, be like, heroes in a half shell. Wow, wow, wow. So, uh, listen, uh, Swan, I do want to ask you a question. You can, you can punch me all you want, but you're still owned by Nickelodeon. Todd, since you're on your own on this Okay, one. here's Sorry, the thing. Myself. Swan, did you make a decision as to what you're going to do with uh, that special giveaway that you were thinking about doing? Yeah. Oh, you're doing a giveaway? I'm going to keep Please it. Please don't. Are you, are you going to give that away or are you keeping it? It's up to you. Well, I got more of that, so I have an extra one. I don't mind. You have an extra one? Yeah. Oh, you had two of them made? I didn't know you had two of them made. What are you guys talking about? Wow. His, his sketch cover. You don't have two. Oh, no, I don't have... Oh, screw that. No, I way. thought that's what... No, 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 no. Are you doing the sketch cover or not? No. No. Okay. I'm giving well, away just a signed comment. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's different. Oh, yeah. All this time I thought you were talking about I thought I was actually going to give that thing away. Yes. That's what we all thought you were talking about. Yeah. Man, you stupid. Man, you stupid as an air you stupid air freshener. Why do you think that was so like I was like so up in arms about that, man? Mm, I don't know. Like that, I was serious. <laughs> Plus, on top of that, no one has ever seen Todd Bernardi's rendering of Batman before, so it's yes, we have. Yeah, no, on a on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cover. Oh no, no yeah, that he well, agreed right. to draw. That he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened to that, Todd? Yeah. It completely runs counter to everything he was talking about. <laughs> yes, it's, it's like you know the only the only thing is I'm kind of disgusted that you would use a licensed property to further your career. Wow, like, why have some balls? If it makes it better, it's on Just, Facebook. <laughs> No, I didn't make you know it. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear it, Todd. Because I have independent artist friends. <laughs> and, you know, it would be really nice if you just believed oh in your product and, and didn't have to resort to using licensed characters. I'm just truly disgusted right this now. This is his fault, though. It is. Ta- uh, yeah, Swan I mean, Swan, Swan, Swan asked Oh, you mean it was okay No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, this is last year in October. I still think that it's wrong. Todd university. walked up and asked to sketch for me. the independent creators. The point that I was trying I to make earlier. I have a friend earlier. who has an independent comic. The point that I was belaboring to make earlier was that I didn't make a print of it and merchandise it. Oh, but it's okay if you don't make a print. It's okay not to profit from it. And I didn't. Oh, okay, and yeah, I didn't. Sure. I didn't make Swan that's, that's pay me right for now. it. Sure. Why not? not yet. Okay. Well, yeah. not yet. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that's we got tons time. of prizes to give away. Todd Bernardi is going to do his rendering of the turtles <laughs> in two days. In two yeah. days, uh, it's happening this Friday. Yeah, excuse me. Dude. This Thursday, five o'clock, Maui Mall Megaplex. Five o'clock, uh, Maui Mall Megaplex. At some point. You gotta, yeah, you're gonna have to. Man. Tons of time. Todd Bernardi. I know how you do it. You I'm going to have to quit the Nerd Watch just so I can draw for the Nerd Watch. <laughs> you, you should take someone else's artwork and That's make right. prints. <laughs> yes! I'm going to do that. I'm going to flip, I'm gonna flip uh, Kevin Eastman. Yeah. I do. I can totally apply a, ke- a filter to it. God. You know, because that takes a skill. It does. 
crazy. I don't really possess that skill. I'm going to have to ask somebody to do it for me. Wow. <laughs> well, listen, uh, everybody, uh, we are completely out of time tonight. No, we're not. It's, we got to at least an hour more. It's time for us to get the heck out of here. What if we can hear those two over there? I think we can. Hooey! We you guys are talking at full volume over there. Jeez, we can rush all over here. Anyway. You can use the mic. All right, listen, we are out of time, guys. It's been fun. I love doing this every single week. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we I love got... how you keep saying that, so it's a reminder for yourself. Right. I, it is. Keeps, it ultimately is a reminder for me to, to remind myself every to keep driving here every Tuesday night. Is this night. like memento? Right, like you, you say it so then when you listen driving. to it later? Yeah, well, right, right. Same thing, I right. haven't listened since episode 45. He drove I'm not to get here. <laughs> I wouldn't either. He's a <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, well, listen, we'll, not, we'll be back what? next week with our review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We'll be back as well or with more not. interesting stories. Uh, we will we're going to give Todd enough time to draw. We're going to give Todd uh, about uh, a day and a half to draw. Yeah. Down there at 4.30. You guys are going to get something real good. 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock, actually. It's so going to be good air freshener. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to draw the turtle tails, but they're going to look very uh, interesting. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, Great. Todd's just going to further his career by drawing some more lazy <laughs> <laughs> well, stuff. Be original, Todd. Yeah. When he did the Batman, he only covered half of it. So oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. that's good. That's good. That's good. I was well, so disgusted with myself. I gave up. Well, I'm uh, I'm ve- I'm very excited to watch Turtles with you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of kids there. Let's all be aware of that, um, please. Do you think that. we're going to look at two or three hundred kids and be like, "Wow, it's just f-bombs it there's so many grownups here that like Ninja Turtles." That's right. Exactly. Well, look at us. We're not very observant. Are we? we are not at all. Nope. <laughs> not at all. Wait, well, grownups like Ninja Turtles. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, at least that's what Alika tells me. <laughs> Stop touching me. <laughs> I'm looking at Alika, and I think there's going to be a throat on in the parking lot after this. Wait, that beard is epically growing. I thought, I thought it was just kid stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, according to according to Rubenstein, Joe Rubenstein, I've interviewed him and uh, Chris Claremont. They've all and said you were it is there kid for stuff. That. I was there for all of those. And he said it is kind of kid stuff, but that's okay. I'll still enjoy Are it. Are you ever going to post any of that stuff? I, I just said I mean, I'm going to be posting like that this week. You said you are going to be posting Amazing Amazing John stuff. We had that done before we even left. I will. I'll be posting that this week because now I have an opportunity because I haven't had time at all. Lazy so this is my first day off in Man, 10 days. You are lazy I'm air freshener. I'm such a lazy air freshener. <laughs> Got it. Well, listen, guys. Uh, it's been real. You guys can follow us on Facebook.com slash The Nerdwatch. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerdwatch Nation. You can follow us on YouTube at Nerdwatch Nation as well. You can follow us on... Uh, you can follow me to my car. Instagram at the underscore nerdwatch. So, um, guys, unless we got anything else, we're out of time. Uh, so for Gannon, the we horror aficionado, we did not get to Friday the 13th. We're talking we? right now. Uh, we got to go. Uh, we'll, sa- <laughs> we'll, save it, we'll save it for next week. It's in the, it's in the news group. Friday we'll save it for next week. I'm very, I'm very interested because I have, a very, I have an opinion on that as well. Uh, Todd I didn't talk about Halloween either. I know. I want, that we also have it. Well, I want to talk about that too. Or the Buckaroo Banzai TV show. Or... The, the, the one, uh, I'm just throwing these things out there so when you listen to it later, right. we'll remember to actually do it. Do me a favor. You guys just need a little more Here, time here's alone. What I, here's what I need. I need you to put some of those in the podcast, uh, the, the news group, especially the one about uh, the Buckaroo Banzai TV show. I need that. So throw that in there for TV me so show. I remember to put it on the show. We'll definitely do that. All right. Uh, uh, for Todd the Bernardi, the Pasta King, the one and only uh, comic book extraordinaire. Um, that's right. He's uh, too proud to be anything but independent. But he ain't um. too proud to beg. <laughs> <laughs> With 
Bernardi. Wow. Man, it's apocalypse. <laughs> Todd, give me your money, Bernardi. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, for format, our gaming guru. You been playing anything lately? Uh, Marvel Future Fight. I, I, I've heard. Is it good? It's good. 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 Yeah. It's a net Marvel game. Um, you can get through as long as you three star everything. You can uh, set it to autopilot, and it farms for you. Good, 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 good. And then, uh, f- uh, Alika, anything else before we get out of here? Are you good? Todd sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just taking you too, all man. the life out I of I love guy. you, too. Jeez, Louise. I love you, man. Go draw another licensed property. <laughs> Poser. Yeah, I will. And you know what? It's going to have a half shell. It'll be a hero. Hashtag turtle power. Hashtag turtle power. <laughs> That hashtag's already been taken. <laughs> what? I thought I was coming up with it. Oh. Hashtag turtle power right. air freshener. Air freshener. Well, uh, so, power air freshener. So for Big C, for Gannon, for Alika, for Format, for Todd no. Bernardi, for Silent Sean, for the comic book henchman, and of course the sage, please, y'all. Uh, we'll Yo. see you guys. Uh, sorry. I don't know why I said that. Uh, we'll see and for you guys. Alika, too. And for Alika. I did say Alika. sucks. And Alika. <laughs> he, he, sucks. Sucks he does. Uh, we'll see you guys all on Thursday night. This is an early premiere. Thank you. See you guys that. at 5 it's o'clock, okay? So uh, until next, uh, until Thursday, and then for those of us on the podcast, outside. until next week. <laughs> Peace out, much love, and most assuredly, always Always stay nerdy. And make sure to stay tuned for the Comic-Con podcast that I'll be posting this week. I post a couple of them. And then, of course, this podcast as well. So until then, uh, we say to you guys... Aloha. Aloha, Morty. All right. We're out of time. Turtle air freshener as salty as a seaman. (laughs) (laughs) Aloha. Aloha. (laughs) 